Wealth, power, and control in America has not changed since its inception. But yet, we have used these devices to compete against one another at a high level. You can get on anybody's platform and talk about what black men need to do for black women, it's gonna go crazy. You get on anybody's platform and say, well, black women need to do black women, it's gonna go crazy. But never will you talk about how we need to help one another and that content goes crazy. It gets smothered, it gets oppressed in the algorithm. Never once have I ever heard anybody tell the Jewish community that the Holocaust, they need to forget it. Nobody ever said that. But I can guarantee you, as a black person living in America, you've heard that at least five times in your lifetime. Why are you still complaining about slavery? Racism doesn't exist. Were you enslaved? Every time black people in America tried to get leadership or move the needle, our leaders got killed. So now you can't look at a people and say, why y'all against each other? Because here's what I do understand, Jose. Everybody not made to be leaders. What's good, family, man? It's your boy, The Wall Street Trap. But let's start off with Happy New Year. Happy New Year, y'all. Man, man, man. What, what an amazing time to be alive. What an amazing time to be an investor in this market. What an amazing time to initiate your stance as being a first generation millionaire. We got so many things to talk to you about tonight. From America now being $34 trillion in debt and how that you will be affected as a citizen of this game. We're also going to talk about how the working class, the management class, and the elite class hasn't shifted in generations. And now is the most proficient time for us to be a part of this well-building game. We're gonna talk about Apple's downfall. We're gonna talk about companies that I like in the market. But most importantly, tonight is a night where we get you in place to build your portfolio, to construct that portfolio, to be an architect of your family's wealth blueprint Tonight, the market will go through so many emotional cycles and we don't need you being emotional with it. There's been a profound effect on us in this world. There's been a profound effect on our finances. There's been a profound effect when it comes to us building wealth in America. And I want us to take this serious tonight. I want us to put everything behind us that happened in 2023. I want you to focus on the things that you missed. I want you to focus right now on the things that's necessary for you to move forward. Tonight, I want you to plan. Tonight, I want you to position. Tonight, I want you to be able to identify when to take profits. And tonight, I want you to understand when it's time to pivot. That's right, plan, position, profit, pivot. Those are the things that are essential for us moving forward in 2024. We live in a time when so many people have opinions and the truth often gets cannibalized by anger. The truth often gets cannibalized by what I think. But in the middle of all of that, 
there's wealth to be made. And so today, today I want you to take the first step at changing the dynamics of your family. Today I want you to be the trailblazer and I want you to identify yourself as such. When it comes to Trapping Tuesday, our goal is to help you build legacy. Our goal is to help you turn your last name into an asset. But most importantly, our goal is to make sure you are the last person that gets it out the mud so that everybody behind you can get it out the market. 2024 will be phenomenal. 2024 will be a year where we drown out the noise and we let our portfolios do the talking for us. 2024... Yep, a lot of emotional market cycles, but we won't be emotional because the data, yep, the data will tell us what to do. As we got through the Christmas holidays and as we've gotten through the new year, I need us to be focused on what's ahead. Another thing we're going to talk about tonight is how the billionaires of America have amassed an amazing $1.5 trillion in wealth. And I ask you, how much has your net worth increased? And if it hasn't, if it hasn't moved, if the needle hasn't moved in such a profound way, tonight we want to establish structure. Tonight, we want to establish ourselves as a class, a new class of wealth. We want to we get on the hierarchy table. Tonight, we want to set new standards. Tonight, we're going to commit. Tonight, no longer will we allow them to feed us. No longer but we give them permission to starve us. Tonight, tonight we're going to make a bold stance, y'all. We, we've been through a lot. We've witnessed generations after generations act like they're going to commit to moving. We've witnessed generations. We've been a part of generations where we've seen the, we've seen the turmoil that being not financially astute, seen the ramifications of that. But in 2024, we will take a stance. In 2024, we will, we will label ourselves, we will label ourselves the trailblazers. And I understand that being the first one comes with a lot of pressure. Being the first one, you gotta make the mistakes, you gotta, you gotta take the scars, you gotta take the lashings. You got to take the criticism. You got to take the ridicule. You got to be the one that looks foolish. But understand that what you're doing is for a greater good. Understand that in 2024, no longer will we just make it about ourselves because the one thing I want you to understand, and it's going to be, it's going to hurt a lot of people's feelings, but we didn't come into slavery by ourselves. We, we didn't fight a civil rights movement by ourselves. We didn't go through the different economic changes. We didn't be, we, didn't, we weren't considered a predominant, we weren't considered a predominant and permanent underclass by ourselves. So we can't come out of this by ourselves. We, can't, we cannot come out of this as an individual. 
And in today's world, they've, they've done a great job at individualizing us, but yet looking at us as a collective. They've individualized us. So, so, so black men are now fighting against black women. Black women are now fighting against black men as who's been traumatized the most. But yet we've all fighting the same battle. Understand that we may have different perspectives and different ideologies and different principles because that all comes because all, we've all experienced it's the same thing in different ways. We can all look at an accident happen, but we all have a different perspective on who's in the right and who's in the wrong. But the truth of the matter is the accident did happen. The problem is what has happened to black and minority people in America is no accident. It is a premeditated. It is a premeditated repercussion. It is a premeditated consequence. It's a premeditated atrocity and we can only come out of this together and for me I think the true reparations comes from being great investors and I know I'll always get ridiculed behind it I'll bear the burden of the one that's saying we get our reparations out of the market not from political policy I'll, I'll take that I'll take that ridicule because never once did I say, well, we weren't old. I just said that we do better getting our reparations out of the market than waiting on any president, waiting on any Democratic or Republican party. Because as long as I can remember, I'm only 41 years of age. I've never seen what either party fought to help us. So let Trapping Tuesdays, let Trapping Tuesdays be your underground railroad to financial freedom. Let Trapping Tuesdays be the guiding light. Let Trapping Tuesdays be your North Star. Let Trapping Tuesdays be your financial arc. Let Trapping Tuesdays be the, the vehicle that helps you put down the financial cross. Let Trapping Tuesdays be where you get financially anointed. We just want to come and, and bear the truth that parts the Red Sea of poverty. That parts the Red Sea of living check to check. That, that parts the Red Sea of generational, generational debt. Generational poverty. Generational lack. The generational facade of doing better when you're really not. Let, let us help you on a journey and if you're willing to do that tonight, I just want you to comment, I'm committed in the chat. Just comment, I'm committed in the chat. This year, we're going to move a little bit different. I just, I just need you to comment, I'm committed, committed in the chat. So tonight, I thank you for joining us. Episode, I think, 77. 77, Jose? 76? I thank you for that. We, we don't take that for granted. For 76 weeks, you've made us a part of your life. For 76 weeks, we've committed to helping you move the financial needle. So we just want you to comment, I'm committed in the chat. 
Because when you comment, I'm committed in the chat, that means you are making a financial declaration to be the change that you want your family to see. So before we get started, I want you to like, I want you to share, I want you to subscribe to our channel, and let's get started, man. Chapter 2 is episode 76, man. Let's go, baby. Woo! Let's get it going. I'm ready. I am ready. Jose, how you feeling? Man, we good. We good? I see a lot of I'm committers in the chat. We see Miss Davis. We see you. Karen B., we see you. Michael Pearson, I see you. Deshaun, I see you. The New American Dream, I see you. Uh, John Durham, we see you. Tori, we see you. Tanya Wilcox, we see you. Jose, I just want to talk to our people. Yeah. Right? We just want to get to them. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Right? We got, uh, who we got? We got Jacquez, we see you. Xavier, we see you. Joe Red, we see you. Emory Johnson, we see you. We see that I'm committed. We see you. We want y'all to know that we are committed as well with y'all tonight. Happy New Year. Welcome. Episode 76, 2024. Let's go, Jose. Twitter, give me a beat right quick, man. Give me a little beat right quick, dog. Give me something. Let's, let's turn it up. We committed in the chat. They committed. We committed. You know what I'm saying? That mean we, that mean we on something. We on something, man. I feel that. Let me get a little something. Too. Let's set the tone for what's going on. Yeah. We committed, Jose. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. I like it. Let's go, man. We got we got King Roselle. We see you. T McDonald, McDougal, we see you. Right? Tyson, we see you. Amber C, we see you. Tate Forrest, we see you. Amelie, shout out for the $2 super chat. I see you. Trudy Crawford, we see you. Jordan Dale, we see you. Tony Watts, I see you. Happy New Year, family. All my people in Travels Anonymous, all my people in Patreon, we see y'all, the real travelers. The money printers. Huh? If you beat the market this year, let me see you in the chat. If you beat the market this year, let me see you say print money in the chat. Right? If you beat the market this year, let me see you print, say print money in the chat. If you're on the Patreon, let me see you say print money in the chat. If you're in Travels Anonymous, let me see you say print money in the chat. If you got your travel apparel, let me see you say we trapping in the chat. Jose. It's gonna be a good year. It's gonna be a good year. I feel it, I see it. Right, can we get to 100,000 subscribers in the first quarter, Jose? Right, 100,000 subscribers in the first quarter, I think that'd be real dope, a big accomplishment for us. Ooh, they say they beating the market in the chat. They I see the print monies in the chat, Jose. I see the print monies in the chat, Jose. Come on, be up 39%. I see you, rolls up 36%. Let's go. There's not a better community. There's not a better tribe. There's not a better community. There's not a better tribe than the Trappers, Jose. I like it. How you feel? George, how you feel? You had a happy new year? I like it. I like it. Sean, how you feel? I feel it. Tootie, how you feel? I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. B, how you feel? 
How you feel, B? Oh, God. B, you ain't going to New Orleans, though. He went to... Nah, B from D.C., you can't do B that. All right, New American Dream, shout out for the Super Chat. I see you. Jay Corey, shout out for the Super Jose, let's get to it, man. Tonight, let's start off. Y'all, there's no better way to start off than with our, our mantra. Let's get it. I need everybody to get up. Y'all know how we do it, man. Y'all know how we go. We see y'all. We see y'all. We love y'all. Jacquez, I see you for the Super Chat. Thank you, family. I'm on with the mantra. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We see y'all up 33%. We see y'all up 14%. We saw y'all. Let's go. Let's get the likes up. Let's get the share. Let's get the comment. McCullough Legacy, we see y'all. Let's go, man. I am certified Wall Street trapper. I'm confident in my ability to make great investments. The stock market is a machine that prints money, and I'm more than capable of operating this machine. Not only would I free myself, but my family will eat for a lifetime based on the information I apply today. I'm a money maker and a wealth builder. Today, I break all the chains that anchor me from that poverty mindset. My ancestors will smile now because I've turned our last name into an asset. My family's purchasing power will increase indefinitely. Today, I make the declaration that no longer will I be a slave to money. No longer will the generations behind me and Harry lack. No longer will I submit to selling my time for money. I am a first-generation millionaire. I am the architect of my family's legacy. I am a certified Wall Street trapper, and Wall Street looks like us now. Let's go, baby. Hey, nah. Ah, ah. Uh, uh, uh. Let's go, baby. Applaud, my bad. <laughs> my bad, Jose. God, dog. My bad, dog. My bad, dog. <sighs> Let's get to it, man. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We got a lot of stuff just happened. We got a lot of... Listen, the first day of the market just... It opened up with a bang. Right? <laughs> It opened up with a bang. And I was like, okay. But what I will say is, what, what we saw today is not unusual. Right? Today we had what's called a um, mean aversion. Right? Today we had what's called a mean aversion. And so when you're thinking about a mean aversion, I want you to write that down. Mean aversion. So when we talk about a mean aversion, what we mostly talking about is everything that was down last year is was up today, and then everything that was up today was down last year. So we just we just went into it a little more, and I, and I, and I was looking at this, and I said I want to, I definitely got to show my people this, right? So if we look at it, so healthcare, energy, utilities, and consumer staples were the sectors that was up today. Right. Also real estate. But if we go a little further. Right. We saw that. ADM, Apple, Microsoft, Sharon with Norwegian Cruises. These are some of the big boys. They were actually down today while ExxonMobil, Chevron, ColocoPhillips, Kroger, Ultra, MO, they were up today and up big today. Right. Cigarettes was up two point six percent today. 
Cigarettes. And let me tell y'all something. If y'all are smoking them cigarettes, cigarettes. Huh? Why are you laughing, Jose? Cigarettes. That's funny, dog. So we start. We starting early with the cigarettes. So you don't like the way I say cigarettes? How would you say cigarettes? Shout, shout out to the queen, Natalie. We appreciate you for the super chat, queen. Jose, how would you say cigarettes? Cigarettes. Cigarettes. Ain't nobody saying no cigarettes. Cigarettes? Cigarettes, dog. <laughs> are you serious, Jose? What's man cracking up laughing? Why are you cracking up laughing? Why is this man laughing because I'm saying cigarettes? Why are you laughing? So we so we that's how we starting out today. We now, nobody ain't tell you nothing about Merlin. We, I, thought we, I, thought we, I thought we left that in 2023. But I see, I see. Now, this time, I want y'all to, Jose started with me. So, when y'all be in the chat saying, and y'all be DMing me saying, Trap, why you do Jose like that? Goddamn. Boy, I got my nerve, man. I need a cigarette. <laughs> I need a cigarette my damn self. Jose, why you starting with me, dog? Man, them people from Idaho. So we all be hitting me talking about trap. Why you be on Jose like that? Just know he started with me. He started with me. He started with me. I did not start with him. Merlin. Merle. <laughs> but cigarettes was up today. 2.06% big. So that was crazy. All right. So today we'll get into it. So today we had, uh, let me just go through a little look right quick. So we saw that the S&P, the Dow Jones, the only one up today. Right. So the S&P was down and NASDAQ was down. So watch this. Today's S&P winners were Moderna, Las Vegas Sands, Merck and Co. We'll just talk about that. Moderna. Now, here's something I've been seeing, Jose. I've been seeing a lot of, watch this, Jose, the double vaccine shots. They got Travis Kelsey on that commercial with the double vaccine shots. Sound like get vaccinated again. Now, uh, I'm not a, so I, I didn't get, I didn't get vaccinated. Right. But I saw how the world was in this place where it was like vaccine against the not vaccine people. I don't know how to, I don't know how the hell that happened. Right. I felt like people did what they felt was best. I didn't judge nobody for it. I just think we had the freedom not to do what the hell you didn't want to do. I think some people were forced to take it uh, because of their livelihood. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not mad at somebody for doing what they feel they had to do for their family. Right. Like I remember an NFL person hit me up. A couple of them, maybe like 10, 15 of them, bro. And they was like, say trap. Um, man, you think I should take the. The vaccine. And I said, bro, that ain't for me to tell you what to do. Like you've been probably been playing football since you was a teeny bop, dog. I haven't. 
you know, I, my money is in the market. It don't matter if I'm vaccinated or not. All right. But you you've been playing football. Your dream has been to be in the NFL. Don't let somebody who don't have your dream cause you to be a living nightmare or in regret. Right. I say, do I think there is do I think there are repercussions behind having it? One hundred percent, because I think AIDS came around in what? It became a big thing like 82, 83. Maybe was maybe in the Vietnam Wars when they really like hit it, but it didn't like blow up. Uh, and just now in what? Maybe the 2000s? They got a thing where you can like live with AIDS now, like undetectable, right? So that's about 20 years, no, 40 years, maybe 30 some years, we'll say, right? Powerful 30 years. So, so if it, it, normally it takes about 15 years to create a, a solid vaccine. And they came up with that in about what, six, nine months? I say, so I think there's, there's going to be some long-term repercussions behind it. But do what you feel like you got to do with your family, dog. Because at the end of the day, bro, I'm not going to feed your family. And I ain't mean that to be harsh. You got to feed your family, bro. So I think a lot of people, um, I think a lot of people were forced to take it. I think some people stood their ground and it worked out whatever way. Um, So, but they back. I said all that to say that. They back. And... I think two people in the White House had COVID again. Yep, I think two people in the White House caught COVID again, and I think um, one more person caught it. I think it was a, uh, I think it was Joe Biden, wasn't it? The president? Somebody caught it again. So anyway, so anyway, Moderna is up. I said all that to say Moderna is up. Let's talk about some of our biggest losers. Uh, it's funny because. The casino is up, Jose. Why is people because gambling? They smoking and gambling, Jose. The people smoking and gambling. They smoking cigarettes, Jose. And now you can smoke in the casino. Double whammy. You're going to get cancer and lose your money. Damn. Hey, watch this. I want to put my... A friend of mine texted me today and said her mama hit the lottery. Not the big boy, but she hit for 200 bands. I say, yo, I've never met nobody. She was like, man, my mom hit the lottery. I was like, that's crazy. First, I knew it was funny because she asked me a question. She said, do you think the lottery is a scam? I was like, first of all, let's identify what a scam is. Right? A scam is you paying for something and somebody not giving you what you paid for or they misleading you. That's a scam. I say the lottery is not a scam, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, I say it's a, it's a, I say most people play the lottery know they're not going to win it. And by the time you do hit the little ones, you be done already paid for it. So she was just like, man, my mom hit the lottery, like, damn, like the big boy? Like, shit, you want to get married? <laughs> she was like, nah, man, my mom hit for 200 and she was one number away from hitting the 800. I was like, ooh, that's crazy. And then Florida. So she could keep probably like 80% of that joint crowd, I think. That's a great way to bring in the new year. Like, like what if you bring in the new year with an extra 200 out the blue? 
that she paid $6. She said she paid like $6. I was like, damn. That was crazy. Anyway, biggest losers so far this year, uh, Norwegian Cruises down 8%, Royal Caribbean down 8%, Carnival Cruise down 6%, AMD down 6%, and Uber Technology. So that is what we call a mean aversion. So everything that was up last year came into 2024 down. So what I think, which really happened is people say, all right, it's time for us to buy some of these losers. You bought some of the losers. The thing about the stock market, Jose, is I don't want to get people to get caught up in the idea that you cannot buy some losing stocks. Everything is going to go through cycles. Everything has to go through its ups and downs. And so why not buy some of those losers? That's how I feel. Right. Also, we're going to see tonight, Jose, where I shifted the recession portfolio, Jose. We down to about five or six. So we're going to talk about that tonight. So if you're in the Patreon, we got y'all. I got to put that play together. You know what I'm saying? Got to put that play together for us. All right, let's go a little further, Tootie. All right, let's look at our heat check. So today we still didn't go crazy, right? We still was inside of our under our 1%, so the mark was all right. So we had a 0.91, almost 1%, I mean 1% ratio. Uh, let's look at it. We had 3 million 752,000 calls with 3,516,000 puts. Not bad. Not bad at all. Let's go a little further. All right, let's look at it, man. So we talk about it today. So technology is crimson red. And we say crimson because the tide fell last night. That was a good game, George. Did you watch it? It's a really good game. I think that uh, I, I like Jim Harbaugh. I think he's a good coach. I think Jim Harbaugh is a good coach. I liked him when he coached the 49. John Harbaugh. I, I liked him. That's Jim. That's Jim, right? No, no, no. That's Jim. I like when he coached uh, them. I think uh, uh, he is a great coach. I think he. Uh, I think he's a good coach. I'll say that. Uh, I think he's the type of coach that can out-coach Nick Saban. And the reason why I think that, because he ain't scared of Nick Saban. I don't think nobody's scared of Nick no more. I don't think Alabama has the same um, fear factor that it used to have. I think teams are building themselves strong. Um, Jim Harbaugh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Jim Harbaugh. Thank you so much. That's what I said, huh? I said Jim, right? I said Jim, you said John. Yeah, I think that. But I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great, I think, I think he's a great coach. I think uh it was a great game. Uh I think it's a great game. I think, I think Nick Saban should have went for it on fourth down. They had a fourth down where I think he should have went for it. Before they went to overtime, I think he should have went for it because I think that was uh, I think that was pivotal. But also, I think they cracked under pressure the center because he couldn't get the ball out. Anyway, let's go. So we see technology taking a beating today, as we can see that uh, technology take a beating today. Communication services took a beating today. But look at what reigned supreme today. 
right? Consumer defense, right? Walmart, Kroger, Procter Gamble, Pepsi, uh, healthcare, Eli Lilly. We still on track with that. Uh, AbbVie, I don't like that company. Merck, uh, United Health, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Amgen, up 3% today. Amgen, golly, they went crazy today. But look at energy, ExxonMobil, uh, ConocoPhillips, Utilities, uh, Duke Energy, Southern Company, even the banks went did good today. So definitely want to watch and see how this, how this, how this plays out. Uh, yep, the Dow Jones was up today. It was the only entity that was up. Let's go a little further, Tootie. Let's go a little further. Let's look at our fear and greed. And as of today, we are still in greed mode. Why? Because the market is understanding, yo. Like, this is typical January open data market behavior. Right? People done sold off. Right. People done sold off. People not want to buy. Let me say this right quick, though. Black man, Coach Mike Thomason has 17 straight winning seasons. He's never been number four in the NFL. I definitely want to shout out that man. 17 straight winning seasons, yo. That's unheard of. Might have didn't win that many. He won what, two Super Bowls or one? Yep. Under him, under Mike Thomason, two or one. I think it was one. I think it was one. Still 17 winning seasons ain't bad, bro. That puts you in the Hall of Fame. All right, let's go a little further, man. All right, so today, Jose, Apple goes down. Listen, Apple goes down. Down goes Frazier. Oh, that's Sonny listening, though. Watch this. Here's what I want to talk about. Here's what I want to talk about. There's nothing that has changed about Apple since the last 90 days. They had the patent protection with the washes. That sent them down. They got caught up in this Google thing, right? But also, iPhone sales have been down. Yep. We can say that. We can 100% say that that is what's affecting the stock. Stock was at 180, 193 is now, I think today, it, it, it pushed to 184, I think 184-ish. I think the thing about that is what we cannot deny is this. Apple probably has more money than any other company in the game on its balance sheet. Uh, they still have an amazing recurring revenue model, which we cannot depict. And they also have been switching to their wearables. I think that is a key component that we must understand. Now, Barclays actually downgraded them, right? And here's what Barclays said. They said Apple will continuously to decline in iPhone sales over the next two quarters. Uh, iPhone sales are down. Um, I, I get it. And I think that's one of the reasons why Tim Cook um, in 2019, 2020, is one of the reasons why he took the iPhone off the earnings call because he understood that he was pivoting the company. He was pivoting the company. He was pivoting the company from an iPhone company. He's been trying to pivot the company into a service 
based business that is based off wearables, uh, the app store, and home technology. I do not, again, and I do not think that Apple's a company that's been trading between, and I've said this before, like I think a lot of my trappers ask me, uh, why you don't got no Apple calls in right now? Trapping like the company's trades between 170 and 190. Been trading, has been stuck there. Um, and I didn't, I didn't want to put a play in it, but I will buy it as a company to hold. Not a problem with that at all. So Apple goes down. How far will it go? I don't know, but we definitely are going to see. I still believe in it, y'all. Apple stock a day keeps the poverty away. This company will not go nowhere with 1.6 billion users with 160-something billion dollars on the, on the uh, balance sheet. And with being the largest company on the market, it is always going to be a safe haven for large investors. It will not be a company that you see soar, but it definitely will be a company that you will see have sustainable growth. That's what I believe. The company, watch this, 10 of the last 12 segments, Apple's, Apple's profits has been at least 7% growth. They've had over 7% growth 10 of the last 12 sessions, meaning quarters. That is phenomenal. Profit margins continuously to grow for this company. Why? Because recurring revenue, 1.5 billion users. You can't go anywhere with it. Let's go a little further, Tootie. All right, now, this one was big. This one was big. Tesla delivers. Now, I know a lot of people get caught up in the idea of, yo, these companies are attacking Tesla, and, and, and Tesla will fall, right? So watch this. Tesla said, that it would have four, almost 500,000 calls in Q4, uh, 484 deliveries. They definitely delivered on their promise. Now, here's the thing that we're going to have to see for Tesla. At what cost did they get this? At what cost did they get this? Now, we know that Tesla has cut prices numerous times throughout the year to make this happen. So we'll have, we're going to have to see in three weeks when they report earnings at what cost. And I think this is going to see. It's going to tell the story. Um, people often say women lie, men lie, but numbers don't. But I will say numbers can be manipulated. How you like that, Jose? I think numbers can be manipulated. Like men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. But numbers can be manipulated. And my question is, Jose, is a manipulation of numbers a lie? Ah, I like, hey, I like when I make Jose puzzled. I like that because he had to think about it for a second. He said, hmm, that's a question, Jose. If I still hit my mark, but I cut prices about four times in a year, which means I won't be as profitable as I was supposed to be. So are the numbers manipulated 
And is that a lie or is it a truth? Right? Can two things, whoa, this is good, Jose. Can two things serve as a truth simultaneously while also being a partial lie? Ah! Think about that. Jose, I wish we had a camera right here so I could show y'all what Jose is doing. Can two things serve as a truth? Meaning, I did deliver and I did increase my profit, but at what cost? I had to cut the price of my cars. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's a back-end deal. Now, watch this. Here's why they had to cut down on price. China was going through a hell of an economy, economic situation over there, and Tesla's not the big dog. So Tesla's the big dog in America, but he's not the big dog in China. There's a lot of fish over there. BYD, there's a lot of companies over there, right, that are like, nope, bro, you're not about to dominate, but he is definitely the number one call here in America. It's a lot of data to take in, Jose. Let's go a little further, too, and let's check it out. And here it is right here. Here's the Tesla deliveries. And as we can see, they have consistently increased deliveries, right, from 2013, 14. Just imagine getting into Tesla around 2013. Imagine getting into Tesla around 2013, Jose. Here's the dope part. I put out a post the other day on Instagram when Facebook IPO'd in 2012. Stock price, $37. In that year alone, Facebook stock plummeted by 52%. So you could have probably bought Facebook for $18. It's an 800% return between then and now. But you know what I hate, Jose? I hate when people say, if you didn't invest $1,000 here. No, I, that ain't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It's easy to look back and say what I would have did. What, what am I doing now? So I'm going to say this, Jose, on my list. I'm going to put this out here. I'm going to do this as we go, Jose. I'm going to do this as we go. On my list of companies to own in 2024, Meta. On my list, Jose. I'm gonna do this throughout the show, Jose. I'm gonna do this throughout the show. We're gonna drop a little boop, and you gotta catch it, it's on you. On my list of companies to own in 2024 is Meta. Let's go a little further, two. All right, watch this, y'all. Now, we, as a society witnessed a bank, a catastrophic bank failure, right? We saw SVP and we saw about four other banks just collapse, right? And during that collapse, Jose, we also saw people ask themselves, do I need to get my money out of the bank? And here's what I said. I don't know what episode I said, Jose, but I said, if you own J.P. Morgan, your stock is going to do well this year. 
I say, if you own JP Morgan, your stock is going to do well in 2023. You know why? Because no other... Ever, come on. Shout out to Jose. Come, let's give Jose a clap for that, y'all. Boy, it's good. Mm. <laughs> that boy is good. <laughs> that boy. <laughs> Jose, you want a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I used to use them when I was small too. I used to hear them all the time. I said. <laughs> so episode thirty-four, go get it. Episode 34, I said, what I say, Jose? Episode, I said, J.P. Morgan will go through the roof. Well, up 26%, it outperformed the market. Huh? Huh? Jose? Jose? Come on, man. I said that, Jose. Episode 34. I said, if you own J.P. Morgan stock, you're going to have a good old time this year. You're going to have a good old time this year. And you know why I said that? Because I understood this. Well, all those little banks falling, they played a game that we played in school called Big Bank Take Little Bank. They played a game that's called Big Bank Take Little Bank. Right? So somebody said, isn't this episode 78? Actually, it's not episode 78. It's episode 76, and it does matter. You know why it matters? Because you're supposed to pay attention. So, yep, it does matter. So the reason why I said that, y'all, is because I understood that if they plan a game called Big Bank Take Little Bank, here's what J.P. Morgan looked at. It says, you know what? Even though this bank is failing, they still have some type of liquid assets that I can use. I can take those assets. I can buy this bank at a discount. I can take these assets and put them to my balance sheet. And that's what they did. Stock performed 26% year to date. It's just understanding how the game is played. It's just understanding how the game is played. And here's what I want us to understand. Watch this. I'm about to tell y'all something. I wrote this down. This was, this was amazing for me to write down today. I wrote this down. As Americans, so let me, let me talk to, so I want y'all to know this year, I'm, don't get me wrong, my show is for everybody, but this year I'm going to be intentional about talking to black people, bro. Because... We got to get it together, Jose. Now, I'm about to say something that Jose might don't like. But I think I need to lead up to it before I say it, Jose. I think I need to warm you up a little bit before I say it. I need to warm you up a little bit before I say it. All right, so watch this. As Americans, as black people in America, here's what I do know. I do know that between 1866 and 1836-92% of black people in America were Republicans. And what did they get? Jim Crow. Watch me, Jose. Between 1936 and now, that thing shifted to Democrat. What did we get? War on drugs, mass incarceration, and a whole bunch of other stuff that didn't serve us. Right? The black people in America are now 
in position to be permanent underclass. You know why? Because we are no longer the number two minority in America. Our Hispanic and Spanish friends have now moved up on that ladder. So we didn't get, we, if we didn't get treated right as the number two second class citizen, we damn sure don't get treated right as the third class citizen. And guess who's moving up at number three? Who's going to take our spot as number three? Asian Americans. They moving up. So if we, damn, if we didn't get treated right as second class, we damn sure ain't going to get treated right as third class. How the hell are we going to get treated right as the full class citizen in America? Right? Now the reason why I said it is because we're a trap. Well, white Americans are not producing as much. Now, this is not me. This is scientific. But they still control the money. They still control the politics. And they still control the law. They control money. They control policies. They control law. So we don't get treated right as second class citizens. We don't get treated right as third class citizens. What the hell you think will happen to as fourth class citizens? Black people need to get it together. We've been, through a, we've been through a civil war. We've been through a bunch of world wars. We've been through a depression. We've been through a great depression. We've been through a dot-com bubble. We've been through a civil rights movement. We've been through a god-doggone pandemic. And yet our wealth has not moved one iota. Let me say it again. We've been through a civil war. We've been through a world war, a few of them. We've been through a depression. We've been through a great recession. We've been through a dot-com bubble. We've been through a civil rights movement. We've been through a pandemic. And the wealth of black Americans has not moved past 1%. In 2024, we have to get this thing together. This is not me being anti-anything. It is being anti-ignorant. It's not being anti-anything. It is being anti understanding the system. This is what I'm saying. Wealth, power, and control in America has not changed since its inception. But yet, we have used these devices to compete against one another at a high level. At a high level. You can get on anybody's platform and talk about what black men need to do for black women is going to go crazy. You get on anybody's platform and say, well, black women need to do black women is going to go crazy. But never will you talk about how we need to help one another. And that content goes crazy. It gets smothered. It gets oppressed in the algorithm. So what I'm saying to us is we have not devised a plan on how we can come together as a community, as a people, to fight off wage inequality, race inequality, systematic inequality, wealth inequality. But yet, but yet, we are the biggest persecutors of one another. That has to change. Because it is impossible for us to come on top if we gotta fight the law, we got to fight the politicians, we got to fight the banks, we got to fight the educational system, and we got to fight ourselves. There's no way possible. Now, here's what I was leading up to Jose. Never once have I ever heard anybody tell the Jewish community that the Holocaust was, they need to forget it. Never once have I heard anybody tell the Jewish people in America that what they went through, they need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Nobody ever said that. But I can guarantee you, 
as a black person living in America, you've heard that at least five times in your lifetime. Why are you still complaining about slavery? Racism doesn't exist. Were you enslaved? What I need us to understand is this. The Jewish people in America realize one thing. The way that we make people respect us is we go get us some money. Now, I know there's another nuances that came in there, but they did one thing. They did two things. They got some money. They learned a lot about money and they controlled the thing. The one thing they controlled that was powerful was they controlled the media. You will not find a movie that talks about or, or shows or depicts the Jewish people in a derogatory way. You will not find it. But yet we are the makers of movies that depict us in a certain way. Where the movies and there's nothing against nothing, but you will not find a movie. Where are the movies that puts us as the hero? Where are the movies about the Haitian Revolution? Where are the movies about Mansa Musa? Where are the movies about black people that ascended to greatness? Where are the movies about us? Every time we come up with a movie that's supposed to depict us in the light, they got we gotta be, and it's not, we gotta be. I just need us to understand that in order for us to get where we need to go at as a community, as a culture, and as a people, we cannot do it alone. We cannot do it alone. We must understand the rules of engagement and we must play the game. Yes, the game is not going to be fair. We un Some of us are going to have to be sacrificed. Yep, that's going to have to happen. And watch this, Jose. This is what I really understood. When you think about how other groups came up, when you think about that, here's what I do understand, too. Every time black people in America tried to get leadership or move the needle, our leaders got killed. So now you can't look at a people and say, why y'all against each other? Because here's what I do understand, Jose. Everybody not made to be leaders. There's a reason why you had a Martin Luther King. There's a reason why you had a Malcolm X. There's a reason why you had those people. You know why? Because certain people have this thing in them. They're willing to go against the grain. Everybody not made to be leaders. Some people are great number two. But leadership can help a people transcend. There's no way in the world that America thought that the Black Panther Party will cripple America. You're talking about the greatest military force of all time. But yet, J. Edgar Hoover said the Black Panther Party is the greatest threat to American democracy. Why? Because he understood if black people had something to believe in, somebody that looked like them, sound like them, talk like them, that would make them stand up for themselves. Black people coming together that's united, you are a powerful force. It's the reason why you burn down Black Wall Street. You know why? Because a dollar moves around 28 times before it leaves this community. You know how strong that dollar is then? People don't like Elijah Muhammad, but I love him. But you know what he said? We fighting for what it was, segregation? What we was fighting for? Right? He was fighting to go be a part of him. He said, that's the worst thing that we could do. It's the worst thing that you could do. And we said, why? I want to go be with him. He said, because the minute you go be with him, the minute you take your money out your community. You know what happened? When they rebuilt Black Wall Street, when they got it back up and running, guess what they said? Integration is here. And guess what we did? Flop down there to go spend our money with them. Guess what we did? 
We said, nope, I'm not hiring the Johnsons no more. Nope, I'm not going to the, the Williams's corner store. Nope, I'm not going to the farm. I'm going downtown to the Smiths and spend with them. And guess what? That dollar went from moving 28 times to barely even moving once. So there's a reason why the honorable Elijah Muhammad said that's the worst thing that ever happened to us. Until this day, until this day, one of the biggest killers of black wealth is the social dilemma of wanting to be accepted by white America. It's one of the biggest things. And I'll be real with you. I've even succumbed to it at points in my life. We all have. So it's not, it's not pointing a finger at nobody. It's saying that if we look back, we can see the mistakes that happen. And in order for us to move forward, we need to rectify. Tonight, we're going to talk about some men that's worth hundreds of billions of dollars. Tonight, we're going to talk about how the wealthy people of America amassed $1.5 trillion in wealth this year alone. After, after losing 1.4, now watch this. If, a, if the wealthy people of America lose 1.4 trillion, imagine what you lost. If the wealthy people of America, if the because we know they don't lose money often. So if the wealthy people of America went through a year where they lost 1.4 trillion, imagine how you, the everyday person, the average household, imagine what you lost. Because guess what? They ain't losing by themselves. Here's the caveat to that. This year, they made 1.5 trillion. So they mean they got that back. And then some. Here's my question to us. What did we get back? What did we get back? And I'm not just talking about you as a person, as an individual. I can beat my chest. Yeah, I beat the market. Yeah, I did this. That don't mean nothing because we still operating as an individual. What did we get back? Because they don't move as individuals. They move as a team. They move as a unit. They understand there's going to be casualties. Why can't we do the same thing? Just excuse me for a second this year if I double down on talking to my people. I went to the podcast the other day, bro. Shout out to the guy from the Fat Nasty Podcast, right? I went to the podcast the other day, and he put me on something that I never even saw before. It was the conversation, Jose, between Steve Harvey and Monique. I had never saw it. I had never saw it. But I'm looking at it, and Monique is saying, yo, when I spoke up for truth, nobody rocked with me publicly but behind closed doors, everybody told me they felt my pain. And Steve Harvey said, I'm playing a money game. If I stand on side of you, who gonna help my family? And I watched that video so disappointed. I wasn't disappointed at Steve Harvey. I wasn't disappointed at Monique. I was disappointed at us because two people can have truth. Two people can have truth. 
Monique said, y'all know the wickedness that go on in this industry. And I stood up against it. And they blackballed me. And nobody stood with me. Steve Harvey said, hey, yo, listen, I get it. But I'm worth 300, 400 million. And if I stand up with you and they blackball me, then not the two families broke. And the reason why I was disappointed in that because why do we keep having to go to them to be successful? Is it so hard for us to sacrifice some years to build our own? Is it that tough in America? Is it that hard? And I can only ask because I'm not worth hundreds of millions of dollars. I don't care what Google be telling y'all. Stop believing that. Is, is the only way to become super successful in America is to go through them? Is that it? Is that our only rites of passage? And, and it makes me sad because... When I think about Colin Kaepernick, a man said openly, I'm not against the American flag. I'm against police brutality. And they wa we watched him get publicly lynched a year after he brung a team to the Super Bowl. And my question is, every time that we stand up for ourselves in America, we get publicly lynched. It's no different than taking a man in front of his kids, in front of his wife, in front of his friends, and you say to him, nigga, don't do that again. And my question is, when do we stop letting that be acceptable? When do we stop letting that be acceptable? No matter if we disagree with each other's opinions, in front of camera, when do we come a united front? Because we know we're going to have differences in opinion. Jose might say it's red. I might say it's crimson. It don't matter. Let's have that inside. At what point do we, do we say no longer, no longer will we let the divide and conquer tactic work? When we think about the Panthers again, yo, like this is, this is phenomenal for me. J. Edgar Hoover said, this, the Black Panthers represent the most detrimental debt to American democracy. You talk about a bunch of street dudes. And leather jackets with black glasses, but well, all they did was understood the law and their right to bear arms and their amendments. And they understood them well. And Jose, they were met with military tactics. They were met with military tactics. 
We talking from infiltration. We talking kidnapping. We talking POWs. We talking the whole thing. We talk. We talking the whole thing. We talking the man bringing it. We talking the whole. We talking. They opened the playbook. We talking Malcolm X. We talking one man. We talking one man at one point in his life. He wasn't even past 35 years old. They had him labeled as one of the most dangerous men in America. And all he talked about was human rights. He said, before I can even fight for civil rights, we at least need to be treated like human beings over here. He said, before we can even talk about human rights, before we can talk about the amendments, we just want to be treated like human beings. Martin Luther King, another man, wasn't even past 40. At one point in his life, Jose, he was the most dangerous man in America and he had not committed murder. He ain't killed nobody. How, that shows you how powerful as a collective, if you can come together, how powerful you are. We talk about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. We talk about two men that ain't killed no. I'm thinking it all for me to be a threat to the government. I got to be the infiltrate. I got to be done kill somebody. I got to be done took a, 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 a prominent figure in a we're talking about under 40. We're talking about, I want us to understand how powerful you are. You got to realize every time, every time that you're representing positivity, that's a threat. Why do you think the most, why do you think the most, the most viral content is violent content? The, the, the most content that goes crazy amongst us is destructional to us. It's never the, it's never the, oh, I went and built a community. That ain't gonna go, that ain't gonna go. That ain't gonna make the shade room. All our media outlets that's the most prominent are toxic to us, detrimental to us. Anything that's detrimental to us is helpful to the other class's agenda is the things that the media will push. Yo, I can put out the most positive content in the world. It probably won't go too far. The minute I make, I saw, I saw, I remember when Marcus and Tony the Closer had went live. I had never in my life seen 20,000 people on a live. I said, this is, this is, this is outrageous. This is outrageous. I saw Super on the live the other day talking about her relationship breakup. 22,000 people on the live. 22,000 people on the live. How the algorithm let that on? How the algorithm let 22,000 people on her live to talk about her relationship breakup? How the algorithm let that on? She ain't did nothing but went live like she been going live. It been had... 1,500 people on her live, 2,000 people on her live, but the minute she talk about her breakup, something that's destructive, what happens? 22,000. Fred Hampton, a man so powerful at a young age, 21 years old, what did he do? He was able to do what? Get black, Puerto Rican, and white people together and say, hey, listen, it's about classism. 
He ain't doing nothing wrong. He got black people, white people, and Puerto Rican people together and say, yo, check this out. Racism is real, but this is about classism. What are we, we talking about here? And what did they do? Raided the house, shot the man, sleep. Sleep. So what I need us to understand, yo, and I, I, I don't apologize for going on it. I don't apologize at all. What I need us to understand is we've seen what has worked against us. We've seen when we come together how powerful you can be. We've also seen how as long as they keep us apart, how destructive it can be. Let's go a little further, Jose. My bad. It ain't my bad. It ain't my bad. I just go a little further. Two days. All right. So the wealth code. Watch this. We went straight to it, Jose. Straight to it. I don't know if I had that line up, but two days just say this is the right time to do it. You feel me? Let's look at it. Boom. Bernard Arnault added 17 billion this year to his wealth. Guess what? Became the second richest man in the world. What did he do? No, put me right here. Second richest man in the world. What did he do? 217 billion, Jose. 217 billion. Watch this. Elon Musk added 96 billion to his wealth, Jose. First richest man in the world. What did he do? 232 billion. CEO of NVIDIA, Jose, added 44 billion to his network. Warren Buffett added 13 billion. Watch this. Warren Buffett went from five to ten and he added 13 billion to his network, Jose. 13 billion. Mark Zuckerberg, 84 billion to his network, Jose. He the top five. Everybody on Instagram, everybody on Facebook. The younger generation, mate, they still on the gram, but they more on TikTok and all, but guess what? He ain't going nowhere. Jose, I just told you one of the picks is Meta. He ain't going nowhere, Jose. He gonna keep evolving. And mark my word, that Metaverse don't sleep on it. He's just figuring out the right time to drop it. Don't sleep on it. All he said was, I'm gonna go from, I'm gonna go from investing 10 billion a year to about 3 billion. Watch this, Steve Ballmer and Bill Gates, Jose, they still own Microsoft. They ain't, listen, Jose, they just said, I don't got to own it. I still want my shares, though. $45 billion for Steve Ballmer, $31 billion for Bill Gates, $112 billion net worth, $119 billion net worth. Jose, they just own the stock and the brands. The Google boys. Come on, man. And my guy, Bernard Arnault. Now watch this. Bernard Arnault and Warren Buffett, the only two people in the top 10 that don't own technology companies that's billionaires. All other eight people that's in the top 10 billionaires, technology companies. Guess what, guess what else? All of them on the stock market. They're on the stock market, Jose. So my thing to us is this, Jose. I'm just keeping it real, right? If we learn... 
if we learn how to play the wealth game, If we learn how to play the wealth game, money will no longer be an issue. The reason why money is an issue in black America is because we don't know how to play the wealth game. All we know how to do is spend it. We know how to work for it. We know how to spend it. We don't know how to invest it. And as long as you don't know how to invest it, as long as you don't know how to play this game, you will commit financial suicide. There's no way around it. The number one way to build wealth in America, build a business. Number two way to build wealth in America, get in the stock market. Number one way to preserve wellness in America and, and, and keep it, real estate. You're going to get some tax breaks out, this, out the butt. We just need to learn how to play the game. Everybody on here right now, if you tip like this, there's, there's 2,500 people on this thing, right? Everybody on here should at least own Google. You know why? Because you're on YouTube. It's one of the top 10 best companies in America. If you come to Trapping Tuesdays every Tuesday, you should own Alphabet A, Google A. Why? You come here every day, every Tuesday. If you on Instagram, you should, why are we not owning Meta? But here's what's going to happen. Watch this, Jose. It's only been 13 years since the man IPO. No, 12 years since he IPO. This should be 12 years. The stock went from $37 to whatever it's at right now. Bro, check this out. I just want everybody in the chat to think about something. I just want everybody in the chat to think about one thing. What the hell was I doing in 2012? Did I have $37 in 2012? Let's go a little further. Did I have $18 in 2012? And if I did have $18 in 2012, how many $18 did I have? That's all I want to ask you. That's it. That's it. So what happens is this, though. Here's somebody would have told you in 2012, Jose. Here's somebody who told you in 2012. Let's say 2012, you got $18 or you got $37. You tell somebody, man, I'm about to go buy 10 shares of Microsoft. I mean, I'm about to buy 10 shares of Apple. Get what they're going to tell you. Man, them little 10 shares ain't going to do nothing. Now, in them 12 years, in them 12 years, Jose, the person who, did, who told you them shares ain't going to do nothing how did their wealth change from 2012 to now? You feel me? The problem is we try to play the wealth game, but we won't play it only thinking short term. We only won't play the wealth game thinking short term. You feel me? We only we were thinking short term. And I'm mad at myself. You know why? Because in 2012, Jose, I knew about stocks. I ain't think to invest in Facebook at the time. I had, I had just got introduced to it. I come home in 2007, 2009, I got made my first Facebook page. I was like, what the hell is this? I was still trying to figure out my space. 
I'm keeping it 100. I was like, what the heck? My partner had cars and music. I was like, what the hell is this crap? But people only think wealth short term. Today I had a I had a talk with y'all when I came here. The first thing I said is, bro, I'm not even much trying to, I'm not trying to even look successful alternately no more. That's what I told. I came and had a talk with my team. I said, listen, check this out, y'all. We've been doing this for five years. You know, myself personally, as far as building this business since 2018. 2019, really, I got into it. I'm not trying to look, I don't, I don't need to look like I'm doing stuff externally no more to make people realize I'm moving the needle. This whole 2024, what is it about? Internal. I say we all about internal. It's all I'm about this year. Internal. You know why? Because when I look back 10 years from now, I need everybody in my business to be making 106 figures. I need everybody in my business to have people working underneath them. I need everybody in my business to say, hey, Trap, I done started another business. Here's what I'm, I'm like, bet. I'm thinking, I won't be here in 2034. I won't be here. Matter of fact, I won't be in a 40,000 square foot unit. I want the brand to be big. I want it to be universal. I need to have a Super Bowl commercial by then. I need to have a Super Bowl commercial. I need to have a big old, I'm thinking 10 years. I'm thinking three, 400 million out of net worth. I'm thinking about having right compensation plans for my team, retirement plans for my team, health insurance for my team. I want my people to be able to say, like, I retire from the Wall Street looks like us now network. I mean, our daughter to be a, 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 a intern or something. But when we think, well, we only think, well, I ain't did it in. So what if it was, I don't care. You might don't think my 10 stocks in 2012 did something, but guess what? And Right? What about a bought Apple in 2012? It done split five times since 2012. Six times. We got to think bigger. When you think wealth, you got, I told my family for Christmas, Jose, I said, Jose, look what I said. I said, I said, this is my second year doing this. It's my second year doing this. Y'all got three more years of me paying for it. You got three more years. Right? I ain't saying next year. I ain't saying 25. You got three more years. So that's, I paid for it in last year. I paid for it this year. That's 22, 23. You got 24. You got 25. You got 26. By 2027, if somebody don't come to me and say, I'm paying for it, I ain't doing it no more. Because that means you ain't learned nothing from me in five years. You got the next three years out of me. If somebody in my family don't come to me and say, I'm paying for it, or we paying for it, or we all coming together to pay for it, if they don't do that, guess what? If I ain't, after 2026, if somebody don't come to me and do that, I'm not doing it no more. You know why? Because it's a waste of my time and my money. I can be putting that into my daughter. Or by that time, I probably got a wife and some kids. I can be putting that into them. Because that means you just enjoying a trip. You ain't taking on the core essence of why I'm doing this. But I'm thinking long term. 
I'm thinking long term. I'm giving them five years. And I give them a blueprint. We could do this, we could do this. And look what I told him, Jose. I said, yo, if we start this real estate thing and we start this, we can easily have our first piece of property in two years, two and a half years. We can have that in two years. I ain't say we could be a millionaire. I say we could have, and then from there, once we get the bloop, and my line cut. You feel me? Like, I ain't thinking, I ain't thinking short term. Now, here's the dope part about it. Two days after the trip, my little cousin texted me and said, hey, cuz, let's open up the account, whoever ain't with it, that's good, but we ain't stopping these trips. Whatever, my little cuz, Lil Wall, he texted me. He said, say, cuz, man, these trips too dope. I'm learning everything from it. We ain't stopping these trips. Whatever I gotta do. My little cousin Justin texted me, literally, Today, matter of fact, while I was in the office, here's this texting me. Say, cuz, I want to start by saying thank you for the experience you brought me to, me and the family. Um, I just want to say that you gave us an amazing experience. But what was phenomenal was the information, the knowledge, and the insight. It was eye-opening. We've all been thinking differently since then. And I just want to let you know, we all in, we will not fail you. That's a week later, cuz. You know why that's important? Because that's a week later. So what happens is we will be in the moment and everything be good. Right? So once you get back to reality, it comes down. It's a week later. That means for the last week, he just been looking and talking to his girl. And that's what I like. So I know they're going to rock out. Let's go a little further, man. All right. Watch this, y'all. Cybersecurity is a safe play in 2024. Zscaler CEO says as of 2023, the state of encrypted attacks has increased. 86% of cybersecurity attacks has been delivered over encrypted channels. The most targeted uh, is education and government. CrowdStrike is a 2024 pick. You need to be in cybersecurity. That's a gym I dropped. Jose, did they pick it up? Jose, that's like, uh, what, what, what's her name? Ruth in the Bible, right? What, what, the people, what the ladies did before her, they dropped, they left her something to pick up, right? They left her a little bit to pick up. I'm just saying, 2024, you need to be in cybersecurity. Don't play with it. You need to be in cybersecurity. Do not play with it. You need to be in cybersecurity. Why do you need to be in cybersecurity? Because the more digital we go, the more technology we get, the more this becomes a need. Watch this, Jose. Cybersecurity is the equivalent of... Hmm? Watch this. I'm about to go further. It's the equivalent of in the Western days when they went to having a vault in the banks. Because at first they had a vault. And then they implemented, wait, in order for us to stop getting robbed, we need to create a vault. And we can lock the vault. Now if they rob us, they just get the cash in, but they don't get all the money. That's what cyber... And then what happened was, Jose, after that, it kept evolving from, from a vault to what? Armed security. Then we get to get armored trucks. 
Now, you got to be a damn fool to try to run up in a bank. Now, after I said it all, they changed the game. Cleo and the man changed the game. Listen, the one thing I ain't never think about in the streets was robbing a bank. Well, I thought about it. I thought about it, but I knew my chances of getting away was slim to none. I felt like I was asking to go to jail. I did a lot of other stuff. <laughs> I felt like I was asking to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? So I think, and I think, you feel me? But you saw the evolution of that. I think that's what cybersecurity is, bro. You know why? Because data is now the new gold rush. Let me tell everybody in here something. You better clear them cookies out your phone. Every time you get a chance, clear the cookies. You know how to clear the cookies out your phone? Jose, they got to clear the cookies. Yeah, you got to clear the cookies out your zone, out your phone. Listen, I ain't say, I, 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 I re, what's the word? I recanted my statement. I thought about it, but I never moved forward with it because I understood that that was a suicide mission. My chances, I'm going to say something. The things I did in the street, I had a high probability of succeed. You feel me, Jose? Even when I brung George along. <laughs> Even when I brung Cuz along. Cuz, I just want to say I love you, bro. I don't know why you believed in me the way you did, but I appreciate you. <laughs> I don't know why Cuz believed in me, man. Cuz believed in me, cause I ain't gonna even lie. I don't, he was a big cousin, but he believed, and at the time he probably had more sense than me. I'm not saying he don't now. I'm saying, but I know he had more sense than me then. I don't know why Cuz believed in me, but he believed in all my shenanigans. And I just remember one time I was like, nah, Cuz, you can't come on this one. Shirley, I mean, uh, Nita ain't gonna kill me. I'm gonna have to commit suicide if you don't come back. <laughs> I'm going to have to go jump off the bridge if you don't come back, boy. <laughs> For some reason, Cubs believed in me. And I'm just saying that 2024, cybersecurity, 100%. Like it is non-negotiable. Cybersecurity is a non-negotiable in your portfolio moving forward. Let's go a little further. All right, so watch this. Can we run it back? Right? So, Tootie, do I have, I don't think if I have it. Let me, I'm going to get it out of my phone right quick, though. Stay right there, Tootie. Let me get it out of my phone right quick. I, I forgot to, to send it in, but I'll get it out of my phone. So, let's go with it. So, let me write this down for y'all. I need us to understand this. So, to close the year out, y'all know we put, I posted it on Instagram that we was up 31% year to date in the market. That's how we ended 2023, right? The Dow Jones was up 13%. The S&P was up 24%, 24.23%. And the NASDAQ composite was up 43%, while the NASDAQ 100 was up 53%, right? So here's what I want you to see. Watch this. So can we run this back? Can we run it back? What do I mean by running back? Meaning, can we get 20% or more from the S&P 500? Now, watch this. 
20% or more advance has happened 30%, 36% of the time since 1928. A 10% to 20% has happened 21% of the time. A 0 to 10% has happened 15% of the time. A 10% decline 15% of the time and 10% or more decline 12% of the time. So we might have a good chance of running it back. Let's go a little further. If we go a little further, watch this. Once we get the 20%, the chances of doubling back. All right, the up frequency after 20, 20%, 65%. Down frequency, 35%. The average return, which is uh, 8 to 10%, 9% average gains up in years, 18% average loss and down years, 9.1%. Here's the one that really gives me what really interests me, Jose. Let's go a little further, Tootie. Watch this one. Back-to-back 20% year gains, Jose. That only happened a few times. But watch this. 96, 97, 98, 99, so from 96 to 99, we was getting back-to-back -back 20 percent gains. 96, 97, 98, 99, we got back-to-back -back 20 percent gains. So watch this. And the other time it happened was 35 and 36, 54 and 55, 82 and 83. I was born. 50 and 51, 75 and 76 were the only years. So that's saying. The chances of us to get back to back 20% gains is not too high. So, I mean, we might can get 15%. We might can get 19%, Jose. Is 19% considered 20%? Or is 19% 19%? Are we manipulating the numbers, Jose? Oh, we manipulating the numbers, Jose. All right, so let me read this to y'all right quick. I know y'all didn't get it. Uh, technology ended the year at 52%. Communication service ended the year at 48%. Consumer cyclical ended the year at 34%. Industrials ended the year at 17%. Financials ended the year at 15%. Basic materials ended the year at 12%. Real estate ended the year at 16%. Healthcare ended the year at 3%, energy at 9%, consumer defense 0.9%, which is almost 1%, and utilities at 8.2%. That is how your 11 sectors ended the market last year. Utilities down 8.2% and consumer defense down 0.9%. Let's go. Let's go a little further, Tootie. I think you should own Amazon. Here's why I think you should own Amazon. This is a nugget I'm about to drop. Watch this. Here's why I think you should own Amazon, Jose. Here's why I think you should own Amazon, Jose. Amazon is the only business that when it enters a industry, it becomes an immediate threat.
Amazon is the only only company when it enters a industry, it becomes an immediate threat. AWS, done. And Jose, when it comes in an industry, it wins. AWS, done. It went from selling books to selling everything, becoming what? The number one what? Econ, done. It is now pivoted. What is it pivoted to? Healthcare. Pill pack. Amazon, the one medical. Amazon is a company that you shall own. 100%. And anytime you can get it on a anytime you can get it on a discount, you buy more of it. I'm not forgetting about Tesla. I'm telling you that Amazon, I'm talking Amazon. We talking about an undeniable force. We talking about a company that understands how to navigate. Watch this. Most people got Am- I'm gonna say this, Jose. I think Amazon Prime be having better movies than Netflix. You know why? Watch this. But here's why though. Because Amazon bundles so much stuff under Prime. You get Paramount, you get Showtime, you get Stars. <laughs> you get all of that under your Prime subscription. You feel me? Like they ain't go to, they didn't go the just Amazon Prime route. Now don't get me wrong, Am- Netflix be having some stuff. Don't get me wrong. Right? They be, but Amazon be giving you all of that under one umbrella. They be giving you stars, Paramount. Bro, I watched Billions on Prime. That's Showtime. <laughs> you feel me? Now, I'm not saying that Netflix ain't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't tripping. I'm just saying when you think about the scope of how they do it, you feel me? Accusations. <laughs> False. <laughs> I like it. You feel me? I'm just saying that like they, they now watch this. And for most people, you actually feel like you get Amazon Prime for free. The movie part. Because you didn't, you didn't sign up for Amazon Prime for the movie part. You signed up for it to get your stuff faster. And you get the movie as a byproduct, but guess what? Guess what? They got you in the data system. We just talking about a cold-blooded game right here. You feel me? They just slid that in on you. Now they got the NFL on Thursdays. Let me slide that in too. You feel me? Let me just slide that in. Let me just slide that in. You feel me? So, but here's the thing, Jose. You didn't buy, you didn't get Amazon Prime for that. You got it because you want your stuff the next day. But they can report that as subscribers. Netflix can't do that. Netflix can't do that. 
Nobody can't buy a Tesla and say, I bought the Tesla. You can't do that. Apple can't even do that. Nobody can't do that but them. I bought Amazon Prime, but I got, and then you, you know what? Nobody who bought Amazon Prime ever thought about canceling it. Or it's a small, that ain't one of your, I'm about to cancel this. You're going to cancel, you're going to cancel the, the other, but you ain't going to think about canceling Prime. You know why? You're not going to cancel it because you still want your stuff the next day. Or same day. Bruh, they beat Walmart with that when they said, yo, same day. Walmart was like, what well, damn? I ain't got that many distribution centers yet. Look, somebody said, bro, I didn't even know I had the moves for like a year. They snuck it in on you. Somebody said they just canceled their prime. Damn, you one in every 1,000. You feel me? Is is all right. So Amazon should be on your list. So I gave you, we gave them, we gave them Meta. We gave them CrowdStrike or cybersecurity. And we gave them Amazon. And I'm gonna be real. I think Amazon is the is the you're going to negotiate any one of them. Don't negotiate them. So watch this, man. We're going to feel this, y'all. Today, the United States has hit a $34 trillion debt. We done hit it. $34 trillion. There's a lot that got to happen now, y'all. There's a lot that got to happen. I wrote some stuff down. I came up with some ideas. With the debt ceiling hitting $34 trillion, the government now is in another battle for funding, Jose. Right? Which means in June we had it the first time. We, 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 I don't want to say we because I'm not a part of that. They temporarily lifted the debt ceiling. And since then, America has now went into more debt. Which is expected, right? Anytime you give somebody an opportunity to print money with, with, with no disregard, with no disregard. So even today, well not today, I think Bitcoin has something coming up called the halving, the halving, right? And what they're going to do is they're going to cut the Bitcoin that's out in half. So they only want you to, they only want you to have about, they only want to have about 28 million Bitcoins for purchase at all time. So what that does is it keeps it from being manipulated. So that's going to hurt the, the miners and they'll be trying to create it. Like, nope, 28 million. Anything outside of that, gone. Right? So that's what keeps it under control. Right? All my Bitcoin people, I gave y'all a shout out just now. Right? I gave y'all, that's the alley-oop. Also, also, up for 
debate on the 19th is the Kathy Woods Bitcoin ETF. The ARK ETF for Bitcoin, which is going to track the price of Bitcoin. Another alley-oop. Bitcoin hit 45000 a day. Another alley-oop. Right, 21 million. Thank you, 21 million. Thank you, 21 million. Which is good. You know what that's the equivalent to? That's the equivalent to having a gold standard. That's what that's equivalent to. So if you can only have 21 million Bitcoins, right? If you can only have 21, we can't exceed that, which is the equivalent to America having a gold standard, meaning you can't print more money than gold that we have. You feel me? But what happens is Richard Nixon, Tricky Dicky, is what they call him, said, man, screw that gold standard. So somebody said the wrong, the wrong, the ha- wrong, that having this representative of how much successful mining will produce. You're wrong again. I'm not saying you're wrong, but what you're, what's happening in the having is the halving is they're going to make sure there's only 24 Bitcoin available, 21 Bitcoin available. Here's what I like about people, right? People, two things can be right at one time, right? Two things can be right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that in that time as well, they're also going to cut, go look at it. They're also going to cut it in half. Anything over 21 million will not be allowed, right? There's, I, I don't know why people do that. Right? You're wrong. I'm not wrong. Go look and see. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that that is a part of it as well. I've, I've never got into the details of all the other things that's happening. Right. But it's going to also represent that there will no longer you will not have in excess of 21 million Bitcoin available to purchase. But the reason behind it is, is again, it's just like the gold standard. Right. It's just like the gold standard. Right. It's saying that in order to keep this. Currency. Valuable. The minute we let you produce as many as you want, it loses the value of what said thing is. Right. So what happens if you say, all right, well, we can produce 50 million Bitcoins. Then what happens? It loses what it was worth. And then what happens when you go from, well, if you can produce 50 million, guess what? We can then produce what? 100 million. And the one thing we know about greed is, shit, if I can produce 100, we're going to produce 200. You feel me? It's essentially what happened with the dollar. Right? So what happened with the dollar was, at one point in time, you can only produce as much paper currency as we had gold. But the minute you take away, yep, somebody just said, the minute you take away the scarcity of it, you take away the value. You decrease the value. And when you decrease the value of it, you do what Americans do. Manipulation. Right? It's manipulation. And so this is how we get $34 trillion because nobody said to Richard Nixon, hey, 
Go on, put that back, bro. Because here's what he did. He said, this is going to be for a limited time for the, we need to fund the war. That's what he said, cuz. We need to fund the war. Right? We need to fund this war. And then what happened was, people were against it until it started doing what? Lining their pockets. Man, print a little more. Print a little more. Print a little more. Man, go print a little more. And before you know it, what happens is you get 34 trillion in debt, and this will ultimately be the demise of America. Now I'm an American. I live here. I don't, I don't. This is what this. There are some great things that this country represents. I will 100% say that. Because you will not be able to go to another. There are very few countries, let me say this, cuz. There are very few countries you can go to and start from nothing and then become multimillionaires. There's very few countries. There's very, very, very few that you can go where you can just start from nothing and then, you know, you can become multi-millionaire, even billionaires. But there's so many other, other things that's wrong with this country. Right? And I think uh, this, is, this is truly this is truly going to be one of the downfalls of America because you have two sides of the government, one side that says we need to print more money and one side that says we need to stop printing money and they can never come to a agreement. They can never come to an agreement. And the, the person who f- gets affected by this the most is the everyday American person. Watch this. 100,000 people, $100,000 per person is the equivalent to, if a, if 100,000 people, uh, 100,000 per household is what it's equivalent to, debt. 34 trillion is equivalent to uh, 100,000 in debt. Wait, how I got this wrote down? It's equal to 100,000 per person in the U.S., or 259,000 per household. That's how I go, Jose. I got it. I wrote, I just calculated these numbers. This 34 trillion equals $100,000 in debt per person. Okay, let me, let me say it with confidence so it can make sense. America being $34 trillion in debt is equivalent to every person in America being $100,000 in debt or $260,000 in debt per household. There we go, Jose. It came out right that time. Right? That's what that's equivalent to. Or if every person in America paid $1,000 a month, it would take America 22 years to clear this debt. That go my numbers. I did some numbers for us, Jose. All right. It would, take us, it would take America 22 years if every person paid $1,000 a month. 
to clear this $34 trillion debt or is equivalent to every household in America being $259,000 in debt or every U.S. citizen being $100,000 in debt. That's what this is equivalent to. That's what this is equivalent to. On top of that, on top of that, Jose, America now pays $2 billion a day in interest payments on the debt. As of today, as of now, it's been that for a minute, though. As of right now, America is now paying $2 billion a day. A day, per day, to cover this debt. This is why it's extremely important that we start playing a wealth game. This is truly why your money needs to be in assets. Because the dollar will consistently depreciate because of this alone. And because they will not stop printing money until this whole thing collapses. There's a point there. Jose, there's a point in time where you're so far in, you can't turn back. You feel me? That's what America is. They're so far. When we think about uh, my guy, what's the guy? What's the guy? What's the guy? Can't think his name. It's on biggest Ponzi scheme in the world. I can't think his goddamn name. It's on tip of my tongue. Goddamn. Bernie Madoff, right? Bernie Madoff, prime example of that. He could have stopped when he was five million, right? Like, all right, I'm too far. Let me end this lie. I can chill, right? I'm not gonna go. To, I'm not gonna go get life in prison, right? But then he was like, shit, I'm one billion in. Keep going. Right. At some point. You get so far in. Watch this. Watch this, Jose. Madoff was so far in when he got caught, he was relieved. No, 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 no. He was so far because what happens is you get so far in it. You like, damn. I ain't never cheated, bro. I don't know. I've never, I've never cheated. I've only been two relationships my whole life. I didn't cheat in either one of them. Right? We so far in where there's a relief when you get caught. Like, you know what? <sighs> Shit, thank you. You know why? Because he was so far in some of the people that was in with him knew what he was doing, so they start manipulating you too. So now it ain't what you thought it was no more. You feel me? Like, you, it's not what you thought it was no more. Because now the people who know you're doing wrong, now they start manipulating you. 
You feel me? Now they blackmailing you. Now, <laughs> you just like, hey, just catch me. Catch me. Catch me. Right? So, America, 34 trillion in, bruh, dog, they so far in, they can't stop. And the reason so far in they can't stop is because now everybody else that comes in got to play the game. No matter who it is, because the game is no longer about a president no more. Right? The game is no longer about a president no more. The game is now about the people, the elites. Remember, there's three classes in America, four classes. There's the elites, there's the management class, there's the working class, and then there's the poverty class. There's the elites, there's the management class. These are the people that manage what's going on. There's the working class who answer to the management class, and then there's the people in that poverty class where you, you ain't, it is what it is. That's the four classes in here, whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, whether you understand it or not. Huh? You feel me? That's where we at. So there's no upper class, lower class, middle class. There's the elites, there's the working management class, the working class, then there's the poverty class. Now watch this. The elite class is the class who has enough money to dictate American policy. We in session right now, Jose. There's a class that dictates American policy. You know why? Because if you have enough money, you can do what? You can make bills going your way. That is called lo lobbying. Right? There's, there's, shout out to the super chat. Thank you, family. Right? And then what happens, Jose? When I got all this money, what else can I do, Jose? I can do what? I can give money to charities. Right? And if I give money to charities, then these charities now do what? Move things in my favor. This is how the elites stay in, in, in power. So when we put it, watch this. When we put a president in place, he's already been systemized. He or she. They've already been systemized. They've already been playing the game. Because the most powerful perceived, watch what I'm saying, Jose, the most powerful perceived position in America is the president. It's not the most powerful position. It's the most powerful position is the people that tell the president what to do. Because if the president was the most powerful position, he could go in there and do whatever he won't do. He still got to answer the people. He's, the president still got to answer to people. But the thing about that is, Jose, by the time you get a president in play, the president has already played the game so long he understands what's going on. 
I'm not telling nobody not to vote or none of that. I don't got nothing to do with that. You do what you do. Like, that ain't my position to tell you what not to do. That ain't, I ain't, that ain't me. You do what you feel is your civic duty as an American. Right? So watch this. I remember when I was watching one of the most profound things, Jose, when I was watching uh, what's the last thing I was watching, bro? Yellowstone. When I was watching Yellowstone, Jose, the governor, the governor at the time was a woman. And she told the OG, she said, when he ran for governor, he became governor. He didn't want to do nothing the people wanted. Right? Because he represented for the ranchers. He was like, the only reason I'm becoming governor is for my family, but the ranchers, what I want, I probably the ranchers want too. So everything he did was for the ranch. So in essence, he was still a people person. He was for the people. But the lady told him something. She said, and this was important, I caught this gem. She said, you are now playing a different game. You are not the livestock officer no more, agent no more. You are now a government official. And the way that you get things done that you want to get done is you got to do things for other people. You can't keep canceling those dinners. You can't keep canceling those speaking engagements where you just show up to the panel and salute for the person that's speaking. You ain't really saying too much. You just got to go. You got to go show face. He said, why am I showing face if I ain't really saying nothing? Because the way that you get things moved in this game is by showing face. He said, I don't want to play the game. I don't care about none of what they got going on. You feel me? But her thing was to go up to go to Senate. And eventually she'll play the game long enough to try to either go for president or vice president. Or, right. So she she's already been indoctrinated. And if we paid attention to it a couple times along the way, she crossed him. She crossed him. She was trying to cross him with his son. Your daddy ain't going to sell it. I need you to do it. So it's a rootless game. 50 Cent said something that was amazing. He said, man, the corporate world is more dangerous than the, street, than the streets. At least in the streets, I know where the killer going to come from. In the corporate world, they're going to make me go bankrupt with a smile and a pen and a paper. So I'm saying that to say that as American people, you truly need to understand how to play the wealth game. You truly need to invest more of your money than you save. You need to save more money than you spend and you need to spend less than you need to. Invest more than you save, save more than you spend, spend less than you need to. And the reason why it is important is because, remember what I told y'all, as black people in America, you done went from second class, our Hispanic people done pass you up, Tootie, I'm not wrapping up. I'm in my zone right now. Hispanic people have passed you up. None against my Hispanic brethren. 
Nothing against my Hispanic brethren. Hispanic people have passed you up. Asians are on the way. You will be a fourth class citizen. I promise you, 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 you will. America has never been designed for your progression. It's never been designed for that. So if it hasn't been designed for that, how do you truly progress? I tell you how. You learn how the game is played and you come together and you play the game, you teach each other the game, and you pivot together. As long as you keep moving as an individual entity, you will not win this game. You know why? Because I ain't never went, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with this, Jose. Watch this. I ain't never went to Home Depot and saw one Hispanic by itself. I ain't never seen Hispanics work one by themselves. I ain't never went to the Arab store and saw one of them in the store. I ain't never went to the community and saw one Jewish person in the community. I ain't never went to the Asian store and saw just one of them in the store. They move as a unit. I ain't never saw it. I ain't never saw it. When I used to work on a stadium in construction, Jose, I, I ain't never saw, and it's real talk, I ain't never saw one Hispanic person come to work by themselves. I'm keeping it all the way real. It was always at least two of them in the car. And guess what they did together? Ate lunch together. And Jose, I mean, George, you know I ain't lying about this part. They'll even take turns bringing lunch for the day. Like, it's your turn to bring lunch, dog. It's your turn. I ain't bring no, you bring it. You got the cooler. And when I moved to Atlanta, when I moved into, when I first moved to my apartment, we was working on a stadium, bro, it was eight of them in our apartment together. They asked me to move in. I said, damn, y'all take niggas? Swear. We was making $2,500 a, a week. They were like, hey, you looking for, you can, I'm like, bro, y'all serious? But I was, you know, man, I ain't moving in with y'all tripping. I don't know what y'all, bro, they had like eight air matters in that thing, dog. Man, it was good. I went over there and chilled with my daughter one time. What them bought? They had the game. They had a game. Man, they had like eight air matters in that joint. And they had like the stove and a hot plate. I was like, ooh. Bro, we was making $2,500 a week, Jose. It was like, bro, we only took one person paid rent. One person was responsible for the bills every month. And it was eight of them in there, bro. Bro, that blew my mind. It was eight. I see why they wanted me to come. They had eight people in the apartment. The rent in the apartment was $900. Plus bills, they can pay the bills in one check. But guess what? Once a month or twice a month, they sent two checks home. So if it's your month to pay the rent, you sent one check home. You, if it wasn't your month to pay the rent, then you sent two, two checks home. This is no lie. I call my dog, I call that boy Digital Dad because he like future. I said, damn, Digital Dad, how y'all right? I said, bro, why that work? He said, bro, like, I send two checks home a month. I keep two and I send two home. If I got to pay the rent, I send, I keep, I said, dang. 
Man, you put eight of us in an apartment together, bro, we fighting. We, that ain't lasting 30 days. Man, me and George live together for about six months. Man, we all every three days. <laughs> you feel me? Every time we pass it, man, what you look? Only we stay that long, he was my cousin. We just understood it. You talk about eight of us that don't know each other like that? You ain't my blood? Man, you get up out of it. Move on to it. Let's go. My bad. That damn. Let's go on. Let's go on. All right, we forgot to show y'all. I got to show our recession portfolio for the day, man. Good stuff, Tootie. Let's go, man. Let's show them. All right, boom. So uh, this is the options thing. So I will go to the first one, Tootie, not this one. The one before this one, yep. So our Amazon is up, but y'all know we took profits on a lot of stuff. Uh, so Amazon, we still up 9,000. Uh, AVG, up, we up 30,000. Google, we up uh, 2,000. Uh, this one we down 12,000. Meta, we up 23,000 on that one. This June call, we up 20,000. NVIDIA, 14,000. Let's go a little further. Yep. And so this NVIDIA call in March, I think I might take a loss on that one, Jose. The one in March, because it's a March call for 450. We got to see, I got to see how it look by the end of the month. I definitely won't be out of it by February. I don't want, you know, mid-February, I want to be out of it. I don't want to be in it too long. I always give myself 60 days. Uh, this June NVIDIA call, definitely want to see how that look. This March, so I got two March NVIDIA calls. Definitely see them. I have to take an L on those. Uh, want to see how it look. Uh, I'm definitely, if you're in a Patreon, I'm definitely going to let you know what we're going to do with um, this QQQ. We might just get out of it because it's January. It's January, so we don't want to push that. We might take our seven grand uh, and go on that. We might take our 77 grand and go on that today. Uh, SMH and XLY, those are our last two calls. We down on those, but we got them till August and December. Uh, if you in Travis Anonymous or if you in my Patreon, um, the only reason I told you that I haven't been posting is uh, I left my god dog on computer in Orlando. And they told me today that they shipped it out today. They were supposed to ship it out last week, but they shipped it out today. I think I paid them $200, bro, for insurance and all that. $250. So I should have it, uh, I should have it, I think, tomorrow. Here's the crazy part. I had all my stuff packed. But we had, me, and, me, George, and my daughter had a late, I booked us for the late flight, one o'clock, two o'clock flight. My idea was to post in my groups before we left. But by the time I finished, you know, me and George finished walking the house, making sure everybody had some, I had took my computer out and sat it on the living room table. George had went and got in the car, so he wasn't my backup to remind me to pick it up. So when I had it there, I said, let me go check this house one more time. Went through the house one more time, then George texted me and said, hey, the cleaning people outside because we had to check out for 10. He like to clean the people out. So I'm like, all right, shit. I done walked the house. Went got straight, got my daughter. We straight to the car. I done forgot the goddamn laptop on the table. So that's, and I didn't realize it till, watch this. I would have remembered the day of when we got to the airport. When we got to the airport, the people said, don't take nothing out your bag. 
So when they say don't take nothing out your bag, I'm cool. You know, when you get home the first day, you just throw everything on the side. You ain't unpacking nothing. So I'm sitting there. I come the next day, I'm like, wait, hold up. God damn, I done left the goddamn laptop. Call the people, did it. Now, here's when I knew I wasn't, here's when I knew Real Talk Jose that I was in a good space that I just wanted to decompress. I started to go buy another one. Just put my stuff in. I said, you know what? I'm not even buying another. I'm going to just wait till they send it. And the reason why, because if I would have bought it, I would have been working. And I didn't want to work for the rest of the year. I wanted to just relax. I want them not working. So anyway, let's go a little further to it. This is going to shock y'all. This is the recession portfolio, y'all. Y'all see we sold some stuff. We got rid of some stuff and we kept some stuff. All right. So we kept CELH. We kept Costco. Crocs made the cut, y'all. God damn. Yep, I left the money printer off. <laughs> uh, we kept Eli Lilly, we kept Meta, we kept NVIDIA, we kept VTRX. We kept VTRX. So we, we exited four positions. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We left, we exited five positions in a recession portfolio. So during the course of the year, we will be repositioning. We will be doing some. Yes, wait. I left the dang on thing. <laughs> I kept Crocs, man. I kept Crocs. So if you are in the Patreon, uh, when we add these new positions in, uh, I'm gonna wait a little while, but I will be adding some positions. Um, VRTX, thank you, man. I don't know why I always say VTRX. I don't know why. And the thing says VRTX, and I always say VTRX. Thank you for <laughs> correcting me, fam. Thank y'all. Listen, I'm not above mistakes, yo. You know what I'm saying? I be knowing what I'm saying in my head, but somebody say, why Lockheed Martin? Lieutenant Casey. Lieutenant Casey said, Trap, soon you sell Lockheed Martin, I will be buying what you sold. So I sold Lockheed Martin, man. Uh, but anyway, man, what's the theory behind keeping Crocs? Man, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to sell it here. I'm not going to lie. Jose, I was this close to selling it, bro. I still might sell it. I still might sell it. I still might sell it. I still, <laughs> I still might sell it. I still might sell it. I just don't. I'm selling it. I'm selling Crocs in the morning. Crocs got to go, Jose. I'm selling Crocs in the morning, man. <laughs> I'm selling Crocs, bro. Crocs got to get the hell. I'm selling Crocs. I'm selling Crocs. And I know what I'm replacing it with. I know what I'm replacing it with, Jose. I'm going right here and look at it right now. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm a I'm the people go. I know three stocks that I'm going with for sure. Let me see, Jose. Let me see, Jose.
Yup, I know what I'm going with, Jose. I'm getting rid of it. I gotta get rid of it. It gotta go. I'm not. Get rid of her. I gotta get rid of her, dog. Gotta get rid of it. I gotta get rid of her. The data say get rid of her. The data say get rid of her. All right. So anyway, this is what we got this year, y'all. Here we go, recession portfolio. And y'all know with the recession portfolio, my goal is to beat the market again. ATRK 100% is printing. It is in my long-term portfolio. Uh, it is in my long-term portfolio. ATRK is definitely a winner. 100% it's a winner. I love ATRK. I should not have got rid of it. Uh, I should not have got rid of it. <laughs> Let's go that further. Two days. All right, one on the travel highlight. Let's go. New Year, Professor Trapper. Try to to you, your family, and your team. This is Michelle from Atlanta. I would love to know what resources that you're looking at for your investing strategy for this year. I know of CNBC and MarketWatch, as well as the Stock Almanac and Investopedia for general information. But if there are other valuable resources that I should be looking at this year for my investing strategy, please let me know. Thank you so much for everything that you do for the culture. I like that. I like that. That was so cool. That was so cool. Thank you, Queen. Um, uh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Queen, for that. Uh, I think you got them all down pat. And then I think from there, it's mostly uh, what is it exactly that you're looking for? So for me, one of the things is not so much as a um, it's not so much as a specific thing that I'm looking for. I'm paying attention to more than anything. I'm checking. I'm trying to see. I'm going to take this first quarter to see. What's going on in the environment? So I know inflation is going to be a thing. I know that we got a god dog on presidential election coming up this year. This is the election year. Uh, we we had that mean aversion early in the year. Uh, it's so many. It's not actually like a site I'm looking for. I'm just paying attention to the economy um, to see exactly. Where should I be pivoting? So the year before, I pivoted to oil and energy because that's where the economy was rewarding. Uh, I'm kind of looking at that this year, too. So my goal this year is to give it 30, 60 days to see what the market is rewarding and then gravitate to that to see if I can get some data from that. Uh, paying attention to uh, what's the catalyst? What's the story behind the year? You know, we had a story last year. We had war. We had AI was the real story. And then toward the end of the year, it became uh, the inflation war. So definitely just want to pay attention to what's the thing this year so I can tap into it. So not really a specific site, 
But what are the, what are, where are the stories for the economy being told? So that's kind of it for me. Yeah, let's go a little further to it. What strategy did you use to make your first million? And how long did it take you to master that strategy before you became consistently profitable? I like that. Family, in and out. Uh, the first million was definitely based on finding great companies at a discount. Um, and it was easy because the market was coming off of a bottom. Um, it was easy because the market had came from pandemic lows, March 23rd, and that kind of had been what I've been waiting for. That's That was everything I had been reading about. That was everything I had been, you know, feeling like, damn, man, I missed 08. You know, when is it going to happen again? Um, so when that happened... And when that March 23rd hit, I knew, oh, it was time. And so I just doubled down on everything I had buying that dip. Thought, and I thought it was going to go lower, but it turned around so fast. So it was definitely that. Uh, and I can I can congratulate Chipotle for being a part of that. You know, that was my first. Oh, this is it moment. Uh, getting Chipotle up. Uh, being seeing Chipotle go from 950 to 425 was definitely a highlight for me. Um, being able to be in Crown Strike at $57 was a highlight for me. Um, being in Apple, I think at the time it was $90. Mind you, this two stock splits later. You know what I'm saying? Being in Tesla. I think at the time, 189 was the price. You know, it shot all the way up to 1900, then did a six to one stock split. So I'm not going to lie. That was that was the catalyst for me. Um, being able to be in that 20, you know, that 2020 fall and watching it go through with it, you know, going on that run, I was like, ooh, you gotta remember we went from 2020 to 2022, where it was just, the markets just went crazy. So I think uh, that was, that was, you know, that was it for me. And it was, it was, that's why I'll never go against that strategy. Buying, buying companies at discounted prices, man. And, and it was amazing because I had the capital at the time to go into it. And um, that was that was truly amazing for me. I'm not going to lie. That was that was one me and my auntie cried about. Um, that was one of the ones me and my auntie, my Anglo, we cried about that one. Because uh, that was one of my this shit is really happening moments. <laughs> that was one of my this shit is really happening moments um, you know and to watch to watch Apple and Tesla split in the same year you know what I'm saying watching Tesla go from 189 to damn $2,000 you know at the same time Kathy, Kathy Woods went crazy 
So being a part of that, um, another thing that helped me, I'm not going to lie, one of the first option plays that I went all in on, and it was a lucky guess. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think you do need a little luck on your way to building wealth. Need a little luck on your way. Um, I remember putting about $10,000, $15,000 in GameStop. Put. I remember the internet cursed me out for it. Um, I was like, there's no way that this stock can be up 400%. And it has to come down. I didn't know when, and I'll, and I'll say it. It was a lucky guess. I never forget. I was in Fort Lauderdale at the W. Uh, my first, my second time having an oceanfront room. And I remember sitting there, and I remember watching it on the TV like, this is, this is crazy. I couldn't believe it. It was the first time in my life that I had ever seen the market do that. You know, like this is the stuff you hear people talk about. It was GameStop, it was AMC, it was Hertz. They all went at the same time. And I remember Hertz filed bankruptcy and I was like, Phew. I was like, damn. And I remember just sitting there and I was like, bro, and I remember talking to EYL. I don't know if, he was like, bro, this shit is crazy. And I remember just being like, man, I'm about to go against this shit. And I remember turning 15,000 into 45,000 in two days. And I remember just being like, this is crazy. Now, in reality, it went to it went to like 60 something thousand. But they for me to get out of it, it was it was some of the weirdest stuff. The volume was so crazy that when I got out of it, I think the next couple of days, Robin Hood shut it down. And so I was caught up in all of that. So it would have been like a 60 something thousand dollar trade, but I wound up getting like 45 grand out of it. I remember I posted it on Instagram and I remember the whole Internet was against me. Everybody was like, you down bad trap. You going against people money. I was like, whoa, hold up. That ain't your money. That's for the market. Once you put that one got nothing to do with me. Like they just went, they went. And some of my people been rocking with me for a long time. They remember that. They went dumb on me behind that. Behind, and I'm not gonna lie, it was a lucky guess. It, I would be lying if I say I knew what the hell I was doing. I, I was still learning that, but I had just kind of got the concept about you know, how puts go, you know what I'm saying? And I remember, because I'm a call person, right? And I remember that, and I remember the market just punished me. I was, I ain't gonna lie, that was kind of the one time I, and I hate, I, I'm gonna be real with you, I felt like the market was bullying me. I felt like Instagram was bullying me. And I wanted to shoot somebody. I ain't gonna lie. That was the one time in my life I felt like, well, the one time on this part of the journey, I felt like um, people were trying to bully me. And the old me wanted to touch some people. Because I felt like, bro, like they didn't, I didn't go against you. I went against what I saw. Um, And it wasn't me calling nobody stupid or nobody dumb. I've never been that person. And I was just simply saying, I simply say, like, if something goes up like this, it got to come down. And some, even if it goes back up, it got to take a hell of a fall. And I remember, and it was a lucky guess. I, I was only in it for three days. 
and we turned, I turned 15 into like, it really turned to 60, but I wound up getting 45 out of it. And um, just being a part of that, you know, and people always think, um, people always think that that year was the year for courses. But that was the year, that 18 month time period was the year where I made my first million in the market from my strategy. Um, and uh, that was amazing. So that was that was kind of it. That was kind of it for me. That was that was the year, you know, that that I was I already had understood the buy and hold strategy. But I think when um, you can be reading something for so long, like I read the books and I was like, yo, when is it going to come? And uh, I didn't I didn't know that that was it. Like I knew that. When the market fell, I'm like, oh, this is about to happen. And then when it really happened, I was like, oh, shit, it really worked. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling people, get Chipotle, get United Rentals, get Fast and All, you know, get CrowdStrike, uh, Viva Systems. Like, all of these companies were just on my list. I remember, I remember, I mean, at the same time, I still had Microsoft. I bought it at $89 a couple years prior to that. Um, and I remember that. So that that was it for me, man. I'm a, I'm buying companies at a discount price, who will 100, you know, be loaded. And I remember, uh, I remember George. I remember getting ten thousand dollars off my Amex card. I remember one of the, uh, my guy Pocky taught me how to get some cash off my card. I remember putting that money in the market too. He was like, trap, he gave me this idea. He was like, trap, if can we take, he's like, if I took some money off this car, can I put it in the market? I was like, yeah, but you don't really know what's going on. And I remember the market fell. I was like, hey, hey, how do I get the money off the car? How do I, how do I get the money? How, how do I do that? And he showed me, you know, how to do that. And I remember doing that. And so my first million came and I watched my money grow. And I was just, I remember crying. When Anglo, um, when my portfolio hit a million dollars, I was like, yo, this is, this is, this is crazy. This is crazy. So anyway, let's go next. Two day. I appreciate y'all for letting me go on that journey with y'all. Yeah, that was the one time I felt like Instagram bullied me, dog. That shit had me hot, dog. Like, I was so hot, I was, I was like crying. I was furious, dog. And I was in Fort Lauderdale, dog. I was furious, dog. Like, Man, these people got me fucked up, dog. Like, I'll shoot one of their ass, dog. Like, I was pissed off, dog. I was pissed off, dog, because they was calling me everything but the child of God. They was calling me everything but the child of God, dog. Behind their money that I didn't even bet against them. I was in the market. What are we talking about here? You, you bet against my money. And da, 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 da. I, was, I was heated, dog. I, I ain't going to lie. I, 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 was, I had tears in my eyes because I couldn't touch somebody. And I wanted to touch somebody. You feel me? I had, and that was a, that was like one of the first times I ever had like 40, 50, 60,000 likes on a post. You feel me? And, and I'm talking about like 2,000 comments. And half, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to manage my emotion with the gram at the time. Because at the time, everybody was rocking with me. Everybody was like, man, trap that guy. That's my dog. Yada, 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 yada. You know, he had a few people here and there, but it was, ah, whatever. Bro, when that happened, 
Bro, when that happened, I, first, I, I saw the first two comments. I'm like, all right, blah, blah. bro, then it just like every comment I would talk to somebody, it would like double team the comment. Like every, it, I, I just didn't know how to handle my emotions at the time, bro. And I ain't gonna lie, that was a, that was the only time Instagram made me cry, dog. That shit made me cry, dog. Anyway, let's go a little further, Tootie. Morning, Trap. This is Money Marv speaking. Thank you for taking my question. I just want to quickly give a shout out to you, your team, and my fellow masters of the Triple Beam members. In your options course and in episodes past, you alluded to the strategy of making leap option plays on companies that move like Tesla or move like Meta. I take this to mean that we should use companies that have shown that they are capable of rising and falling by about $5 or more per day. Is that correct? And what are some common characteristics shared by companies that move this way apart from price history? Could we potentially anticipate that a company will become one of these fast movers in the near future if it is not already? Thank you again, Trap, for taking my question. Have a blessed day. Man, I like everything about what he just did right here. He saluted us. He asked an amazing question and he branded himself inside of the thing. That was amazing. Br Man, goddamn it. I'm gonna give him a couple of things. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give him a that. That was real cool, man. Uh, so his question was uh, just playing a leap options game, trap. Um, if I can't, I think he said he enjoy it, he likes it, something like that. Um, he anticipated that these are companies that perform well for us that can typically rise and fall within $5 in a day, which is correct. Um, but only, uh, and so then he asked, what are some of the things that we can anticipate to see that? Um, you're 100% correct with that. Um, you, you, you have to, for me, it's only about seeing a company that can, look at Khadija, oh, he wanted the Trap Masters answer. That's one thing they gonna, <laughs> Khadija in it. That's my girl. Khadija, I want to tell you, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Um, I think if you got, if you, you should, you should, let me, I'm going to get back to this question. Khadija, you should DM Peter and just tell him you love him, you appreciate him. Um, just because he sent me the picture of you and him in, in, on Wall Street. And uh, I saw it and I was so proud of you. Uh, so I just, I saw you and I want to tell you that. Um, so, 100%. So I look for companies. For me, you can move $2, $3, even $5 in a day um, because, because of that, you know that this company is a company that is worth. So I never, for me personally, um, I would never, I would never put options on like a Ford, Coca-Cola, Johnson & Johnson, it's kind of, they don't move the way I need them to move. Um, but outside of price action, um, one of the things you can look for is uh, performance-wise. How do they perform annually? Annual performance is a good indicator of a, st a company being a mover. Uh, another one is companies tend to move great when they have great products and services. Right? Like, Think about companies that move good. So if you think about Tesla moving like that, most of the companies that also move like that will be growth companies, right? Companies that have great growth 
in the future. Um, think about a lot of your growth companies that you see, right? Think about what is, so I'll give you an idea. Think about what a country is headed at, what the economy is headed at, right? Anything that has a branch tied to the olive tree of the current environment will kind of move fast. That sounded good, Jose? Right, we could bring that down. Anything that has a branch tied to the current olive tree of the environment we're in can typically move that way. So if we saying, if we saying Amazon is predicated to the current environment, then Amazon would probably be what? A mover, right? If we saying cybersecurity is a need for the current environment, it's probably a good chance it can move that way. I, I wouldn't do options in Disney. It's, it's, I wouldn't do it, right? I wouldn't do options in AT&T. But I'll do an option in the Microsoft. I'll do an option in uh, a Eli Lilly. I'll do an option in a, you know, uh, a Google. I'll do an option in a Netflix, right? So for me, finding companies that can are great movers in that, but also it's easier for you to understand companies that's tied to the that has an olive branch, that has a branch connected to the olive tree of the current environment. I hope that makes sense to everybody, right? So if you're looking at the current environment, that's a great question, right? So if you're looking at the current environment, you know, you're looking for a company to, and you don't have the options masterclass, which you should have it. Also, Jose, damn, I didn't give you the, you can still, do you still have that link for the sale we did for Christmas? So we just, we just did a, uh, no, we don't got that sale no more. Damn. The, the $97 Wall Street Trapping course, that's what it was. So we're still doing that. And I think, I think today we're closing it out. So about 12 o'clock this night, we're closing out on, this, on that. Um, so, but that will be it. Yep, Titus, I see you, brother. Yep. So if you, if you have a, if you're looking for, that's why for me, I don't, I don't make a lot of moves. And let me say something to y'all too, Jose. Let me say this. If you're in a Patreon, I think I put 14 plays in this year. I've never traded, I've never made that many plays in a year, yo. So I just want y'all to know that, right? Mm, let me see something. We said we ain't paid for excuses, bruh. Your laptop. They late. So give him his money back. Tell him we don't want him in the group. So find out what his name is. Melanin certified. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. If if find out, ask him what his name, Melanin certified. Ask him what his name is in the Patreon. We won't get him out the Patreon and we won't give him his money back. You feel me? That's what we want to do. We want to get him out the Patreon because he can't pay for the year yet. Let's get him out the Patreon and then whatever. let's give him his money back. We good. We good. We don't need that energy around us at all. 
So let's let's make sure we get with Elise so we can do that. Let's find out what their name is, right? Let's find out what their name is. We can get we can give, we can we can give them their money back. We we could we cool. We ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? We we all right. We don't, we ain't built like that. Uh, yep. So nah. So for the Wall Street Chapman courses, the Wall Street Chapman course by itself. Um, it's $97, normally $9.97. And then I got to get with Beanham over the next, this month, we're going to create three more videos for it. Uh, we'll create three more videos to add in there. So we'll have that for sure. All right, let's go a little further. What's good, Trapper family? This is Mitch representing H-Town, Houston, Texas. I got a question for you, Trap. Uh, right now, I got a journal uh, where I'm tracking all the contract premiums of the companies that I want to enter for leap options. And I basically want to know, uh, you know, besides, you know, looking for discounts on particular contracts I'm interested in, you know, should I ever be going back into the uh, my journal and updating any prices or tracking any prices outside of looking for discounts? Uh, sometimes I'll see, I'll put the price in today, um, and then let's say in a couple of weeks it goes up. Um, should I be updating that consistently or should I just put it in one time and just hold it and just wait for the uh, contract premium to go down, you know, two, three percent over a span of a few days, you know, to look for discounts. Um, but I appreciate you and respect, you know, happy new year to everybody out there. Uh, and I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Today, can you run it back one more time? What's a good Trapper family? This is Mitch representing H-Town, Houston, Texas. I got a question for you, Trap. Uh, right now I got a journal uh, where I'm tracking all the contract premiums of the companies that I want to enter for leap options. And I basically want to know, uh, you know, besides you know looking for discounts on particular contracts I'm interested in, you know, should I ever be going back into the uh, my journal and updating any prices or tracking any prices outside of looking for discounts? Uh, sometimes I'll see, I'll put the price in today, um, and then let's say in a couple of weeks it goes up. Um, should I be updating that consistently, or should I just put it in one time and just hold it and just wait for the uh, contract premium to go down, you know, two or three percent over a span of a few days, you know, to look for discounts? Um, but I appreciate you and respect. You know, happy New Year to everybody out there. Uh, and I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Okay, cool. I wanted to just make sure I had it. So if I was you. I would look at it every day, right? So one of the things when you put in your journal, put down the day that you put it in, the price that it was, the premium, and the volume of open interest. That's important. Because even if it don't change in one or two days, you may still be able to get that discount. Now, if you took the options masterclass, you understand one of some of the things we're looking for. Um, but definitely pay attention to that. So I would be doing it every day, every, especially if my stuff moving. So I can even say, okay, like let's say you put it in day one. Let's say you got Amazon in there, and let's say it's, you know, I'm just putting a number out there. Let's say it's 146. Let's say the premium is, you know, you're paying $5 a share per contract, right? But then let's say, you know, six days from now is Amazon at one. Is 152, right? And it's 
you know, $7. I'm just putting some numbers out there. But then let's say you're like, you know what? That's a little high. I'm not trying to jump in that because none of the metrics don't make sense. But then you come back and you say 14 days from now, you got Amazon, but the price done went down. Now it's 142 and now they're asking 450 per. Now you're able to get it, but you're able to understand when is it at a discount or when should you buy based on understanding your premiums? Because here's another thing that can happen that people don't often talk about. The stock price can go up, but the bid ask price don't budge. Right? Like your stock price can go up or down and your bid ask price don't budge. So it's important for you to understand that because people ask sometimes, trap, why the options going up but my, but my money ain't going up? Well, because the bid ask is different on it. So it's important that you understand all of those characteristics in it, right? So I would write down my day that I bought it. I will write down, you know, log. It's, it's kind of like a, uh, what's it called, Jose? Like a log, right? Like a log. Like when you log, like kind of you logged in every day, I would log in, opening bell, closing bell. And the thing is, don't have too many on there, right? Have enough that you can keep track of. Right. Have enough that you can. Because <laughs> he's just like, shut up, bro. <laughs> have enough that you can keep track of. Um, if you're trying to keep track of 50 of them, it ain't going to happen. That's why I tell people all the time, like I trade the same like 13 stocks and three ETFs, three, four ETFs. I keep track of them. I don't go. I don't got to try to trade 20 stocks. I don't need them. I just need a good 15 of them. I can go in and out of. Done deal. You good. So, yep. That's good, man. Let's go a little further. All right, man. Let's get it, man. And I'll flush it. I'll flip it. Segment, y'all know the world love this one. It's the one we gonna dig into for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, man, let's start off, man. Y'all know how I go, man. Y'all gotta be in it. We need y'all to see. Jose gonna put it up, right? Jose gonna put it up. Y'all gotta get in it. Our first one is C H Robinsons, right? Tick a symbol, uh, C H R W. It's a for a freight transport logistics solutions, right? Um, they have over, they have returned capital of over 23% over the last five years, and they represent 17% of the truck brokering industry. They represent 17% of the truck brokering industry. It's a freight transportation and logistics company. Are we flushing it or are we flipping it? Talk to me. Talk to me. What they saying, Jose? Flush it? Come on, Jose. We gonna flush it. We gonna flush it. We gonna flush it. Right, our next one is Cincinnati Financial. It provides life insurance, uh, commercial life insurance, personal, access and surplus insurance, also commercial auto, commercial casualty, and it covers workmen's comp. How we feel about that? 
How we feel about it? How we feel about it, Jose? Flush it or we flip it? Why are you saying flip it, Jose? What that got to do with anything, bro? What sound good about that, Jose? <laughs> How do people feel? How do people feel? All right, let's go with our next one, man. Edison International. They focus on renewable energy and they distribute electric power and they invest in energy. How we feel about them? Flush it up, flip it. Last year, it was up 13%. Last year, it was up 13%. Jose, flush it up, flip it. How we feel? Flush? I'm saying flush because I heard George say flush. They don't listen to George. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. They come in there. They saying flip. 70%, right? Up 13% last year. Flush it. All right. Simpra. Simpra. SRE, it's a holding company that engages in the development and operations of energy infrastructure and provides a provision for electric and gas. The company was down 1% last year. You know what we need? When, I, when it get quiet right here on this part, we need a... Why are you flipping it, Jose? Man, I'm not. <laughs> that man say who they got better. Like, he know. All right, next one. GLW provides glass for notebooks, computers, flat panel desktop monitors, display screens, and other electronical devices Sometimes even a phone. GLW. They were down 5% last year. And they do what? Oh, goddamn. They provide display glass for notebooks, computers, laptops, flat panel desktop monitors, display current screens, camera display, and some phone usages. Mobile device usages, I'm sorry. G-L-W. Are they not up there? Why are they not up there? Oh, yeah, it's right there. Corning. C-O-R-N-I-N-G. That's G-L-W. Corning. Yeah, G-L-W. Why you was confused? Yeah, a lot of times, you mean the ticket symbol. Don't you dare say acronym ever in your life and you can talk about a company. Yo, that's George. Y'all talking about something. It don't resemble the acronym. That's why you on the camera. Why you on a goddamn camera. That man I called a ticker symbol or acronym. Man, you fired, man. That man been here. That man been in here for two years. That man just called a ticker symbol or acronym. Man, flush George, man. Man, flush George, man. That man called a ticker symbol or acronym. You flipping it, Jose? Why are you flushing that? Don't. 
George been in here for two years and he done called a ticker symbol an acronym. Man, we looking for a new cameraman, y'all. Firing George, man. Man, call him. That man said a... <laughs> Jose, that man said a name don't resemble the acronym. I'm befuddled. I'm befuddled, bro. All right. Next one is TAP. T-A-P. T-A-P. If you don't know it, his other name is Molson Coors. Right? This company. Huh? A lot of companies' ticker symbol don't match, man. That's why they call them ticker symbols, not acronyms. Could be the tap, the beer tap. See, see how you made sense? You know why it's called GLW? Glass. GLW might go with glass, right? Anyway, tap. Known for Coors Light, Miller High Life, Blue Moon. Jose, it comes up 22% last year. People was getting drunk. Jose? People was getting drunk, Jose. Man, we flipping it? <laughs> Chelsea, you see me, huh? <laughs> I love Chelsea, man. This is preposterous. This man been here for two years. And that man said the acronym don't match. God damn it. I've, I've failed you. I failed you as a cousin. I, I failed you. I failed him. I, I failed him. What are we doing, Jose? Yeah, Carolina blue salt and pepper poppy, man. I ain't mad at it. We gonna flip that one. All right. WMB uh, is an energy infrastructure company that produces no, it's a Yep, it produces, transports, sells, processes, natural gas, and petroleum products. Right, it's an energy infrastructure company that produces, transports, sells, and processes natural gas and petroleum. The company was up 8% last year. Flush it up, flip it, Jose. You saying that or the people saying that? Six, I know them people ain't say that, Jose. 60% of the people say flip that. Now watch this one. T-R-M-B, right? It is a service they serve architects, engineers, contractors, owners, and operators. They also serve agriculture, forestry, and log Long hauling. They are a technology solution company. Right? So for these companies, they probably call them and they probably give them, yo, you should be doing this, this, this. 
They probably tell them routes. They probably, you know, do all that. Here's the best way to put this together. Kind of like a, uh, uh, what do you call this? Not an engineer, but like if your company having a problem and they need to solve the problem for you on, yo, how do we, how does this architect is having a problem? This engineer is having a problem. This owner, you're trying to get some freight from here to here and you don't know the best way to doing about doing it. That's what they come in and do, Jose. Huh? Kind of like an advisor, advisor company. What we got, Jose? Flush it up, flip it. I don't know what's going on with y'all today. It's all today. I think that's too much traducking. You know what that is, Jose? <laughs> the turducken. Turkey, chicken, duck, dog. Yeah. Turducken. Too much turducken. Turkey, duck, chicken. I ain't, I don't, nah, that's a that's a country thing. I don't like that either, Jose. I don't like I don't like that. Give me one one of them, turkey. Let me shout out my guy Striker Eats. I'm gonna put y'all on something. This is a family secret. We don't do it. All right. I'm gonna let that one go, George. I'm about to put them on. I'm fasting right now, but I tell you, I can't wait to go. Let this fast over to give me a piece, boy. Let me lie. All right. Next one is assurance, right? It's a lifestyle and housing solution, mobile device solutions with consumer electronics, appliance, and vehicle protection. They deal with risk management. Uh, the company uh, is big at giving you insurance on stuff. So, like, when you get insurance, even for your airline, when you get airline insurance, guess who you get it through? It's going through them. When you go on Amazon and you get those products that need insurance, it's going through them, right? Assurance, ticket symbol AIZ. The company was up 35% last year. Uh, year to day was up 35%. Today is up almost 1%. Assurance, how do you feel about them, Jose? How we feel about them? What they say? I like them, Jose. I like them, Jose, because you know why? I thought about all the times that I get insurance on stuff and I don't need it. Yep, they are the insurance for your cell phone. Yep, I had insurance before. Yep. Bruh, how many times do we be getting that insurance and you be like, bro, I don't even really need it, but it'd be an extra 30. Matter of fact, the insurance on my laptop to get back, it was through them. They said, how much is this? I said, it's worth about a million dollars. Based off the information that's inside of it. It's a million dollars. She said, well, the insurance is going to be 200. I said, 200? What the next day delivery cost? $10. I said, God. So anyway, I paid that. Anyway, so when I said that, I said, damn. So how we feel, Jose? We flexing or flipping? Next one, last but not least, is Fleet Core. 
It's a digital solution that enables businesses to control the purchases of things and make the payments. Fleet court, that's what they do. They're able to control the purchases and make payments, Jose. It operates through North America, International, and Brazil. The company is headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia. They scanned it. Why is this though, Jose? The company was up 51% last year. They made nine, their stock went up $95 last year, Jose. $95, Jose. Flush it up, flip it, Jose. I like them too, man. Ha! Great episode, flush it or flip it. Got down to the. That was some good things related between flush it or flip it and wise words from the OG. All right, man. Episode 76. Man, what an amazing way to start the year off, man. I think this episode is truly setting the tone for how this year is going to go. It is indicative 100% for us to truly take this wealth building game serious. The stock market is truly one of the easiest ways for us to build wealth in America, but yet we disregard it. For some reason or another, we don't take this game serious, but the people who are winning at this game, the elites, truly take this game serious and they know that this is the catalyst to them building generational wealth. But the thing about generational wealth is this, we truly don't know what the next generation gonna do because oftentimes people aren't here to see how they steward the wealth. So the only thing you'll be able to do is Put them in position, give them the details, and pray that they execute the right way. We've been through a lot in this country, y'all. And we truly know that the country hasn't been designed to see us make progress. But that does not mean progress will not be made. It does not mean progress cannot be made. But I need you to be the progress that you want to see made. Today, I want you to be committed. Committed. Committed to the process. Committed to the ups. Committed to the downs. Committed to the journeys. Committed to whatever it takes for you to change your family's last name to an asset. A lot of times, you know, I've sat back this week and I've watched a couple movies and I've realized, I've realized that so many people have sacrificed. So many people have visions of freedom. So many people have visions of prosperity, of going to that promised land. So many of our people fell ever so short. And for me, I truly feel like the stock market is just one of many things that's needed for us to succeed, to see that prophecy come through. We know that we can only work so many hours, 
You know that you can only save so much. But truly the way to build wealth is learning how to multiply your money. And when it comes to investing, the stock market is the ultimate multiplier. When you work, you add time plus paycheck and it gives you barely making it. When it comes to wealth, you turn income into capital and that capital becomes freedom. And at the end of the day, the freedom is what we after. If I'm being honest with you, it no longer excites me at all to say or feel like I'm a millionaire. And if I'm being honest with you, when I hear people say it, I think they're saying it more to convince themselves than to convince you because my only term for 2024 is I'm free. I want that to be the model that I live by. I'm free. And I want to use whatever tool it takes for me to be a great steward of my freedom, but also to pass down freedom. I think that's important. Because if somebody say, or somebody show you their the seven-figure, two-comma-cub plaque from ClickFunnels. All it, they made a million dollars. How much did it cost them to make the million? And how much of the million did they keep? And does it cost them a million to just live? Or when somebody tells you, I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. Does it cost them seven figures to live? For me, it's just saying, I'm free. And the goal now is, how do I help other people take the shackles off? Take the shackles off their mind first so they can see the possibilities. Take the shackles off their time next so they can enjoy life and then take the shackles off them financially so they can consistently buy back their freedom. No longer am I impressed by the people that Tell me this seven-figure and eight-figure entrepreneurs. My goal is, are you free? Men lie, women lie, and numbers can be manipulated. So no longer do I need to look at the numbers. Are you free? And at Trapping Tuesday, that's our goal. It's to create a tribe and a community of people who understand freedom. 
Because if freedom is the only goal, that looks different for everybody. Being able to send kids to college, paying for kids' college, being able to help single mothers pay bills. You can do that as a free person. Because I want my giving to be able to keep my lifestyle sustainable, but also help somebody else establish theirs. I want to be able to show the people what progress looks like so they can get started on their journey. And I don't want to do that by by flashing dollar signs in their face saying that I'm this. I like showing my portfolio because it shows that we're using a machine to buy back freedom. That's what we're using the machine for. That's what we enter the market at 9 o'clock, 9.30 in the morning for. That's why we play this game. We play this game for freedom. Freedom of time. Freedom of emotion. Freedom to think the way you want to think. Freedom to dream the way you want to dream. And freedom to have the money to do what it is you want to do. So I ask you, what does freedom look like to you? She bought a Wall Street Trapper. Episode 76. I want y'all to do me a favor, man. I will see you all next week for sure. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel and share with somebody. If you got some game for us, man, make sure you share this with somebody. That's how we grow the channel. That's how we get bigger. Listen, man, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Jose and I, we drop another snippet of this. We got some dope things coming up on the channel this on this channel. Uh, we got the Trapper Fix My... What it is? The Trapper Fix... What it is, Jose, we got coming up? It's the Trapper Fix My Portfolio. We got that coming up. Uh, the one in the Trapper Hotline coming up. If you're in a Patreon, if you're in uh, Trappers Anonymous, uh, we're going to be putting a Zoom link inside of there um, so that we can add that to this. It's going to be just how y'all answer questions on here on this show live. We're going to be doing that on the show. So that's going to be dope. Uh, we're going to be doing stock market in the streets. We got that coming. We got a lot of dope stuff coming, man. So make y'all sure y'all subscribe. We had 81,000 subscribers, y'all. Uh, let's help us get to 100,000 subscribers by the end of the first quarter. Right? That'll be amazing. Also, go check out the Wall Street Trap on YouTube. Um, if you're not subscribed to that, myself and Brandon, we got some more dope content coming. And if you're not subscribed to the regular Instagram page, make sure you're on it. Make sure you go to Apple right now, y'all, and download as many episodes of Trapping Tools as you can. This year, we gonna get that number one spot, y'all. This year before the year, oh, we gonna get that number one spot, y'all. So let's go get that, man. I love y'all. Y'all have a good night, man. Happy New Year. Salute. Oh, my God.
Oh, yeah, I'm excited.